right, welcome back to Dyson Dungeons Presents Curse of Strahd, where last we left off, our party had saved the young Vistani girl, Arabelle, and returned her to her father at the Vistani camp, where they were rewarded with a rug of unicorn decor wrapped around a animated construct known as Periwimple, who now... Piddlewick. <laughs> who now dons a piece of cloth in the shade of Vasily and follows you around. The Vistani also gave you three horses and with them in sleep near, you gathered Irina saying a tearful goodbye to her brother Ismark who led the refugees of the burning riot filled city of Valakai towards his town of Barovia that he is a mayor of. She asks you to bring her to Kresk, where there is a holy man at the abbey that is said to be able to provide shelter. And on the way, you've been implored by several people in different towns in the Vistani to find why the flow of wine, the only thing that keeps them sane in this wretched place, has stopped being provided from the winery. You were told that the Wizard of the Wines is the winery that you're looking for, and it's just along this Svalich Road on the way to Kresk. So as the light begins to wink out of the sky over the shady trees, you arrive in the valley overlooking the winery. The muddy trail meanders through the woods, descending gradually until the trees part. Here, through the dark wood, you see an intersection where it says Wizards of the Wine Vineyard. Vineyard. A light drizzle begins to fall, and unpainted fences blindly follow the trail, which skirts through the sprawling vineyard before bending south towards a stately building. Fog takes on ghostly forms as it swirls between the neatly tended rows of grapevines. And here and there, you see rope-handled half-barrels used for hauling grapes. North of the tree is a large stand of trees. North of the trail is a large stand of trees. And you see a man wearing a dark cloak and cowl standing at the edge of the trees, beckoning you towards him. What do you do? Uh, no one's we've never. Uh, no one's ever been here before. Okay, so. Right. Good sir, what's your name, and why are you standing in the bushes? He can't. He can't hear you. Hundreds of feet away. Oh, he's beckoning us, though, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, does he look human? He's uh humanoid in a cloaked, dark cowl. Uh, Pierre walks forward towards him. Okay. I guess all of us can, honestly. All right. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out why my character in here doesn't seem to. I'd like to look around the uh, surrounding oh, areas. Okay, never mind. Okay. Trying to see yeah. if there's anyone else skulking about. Yeah, give me a perception check, Crystal Ball. Meanwhile, the rest of the group will head towards the tree line.
So looking over the vineyard, you notice that while it is the end of the day, it looks as if many barrels of the grape mash has have been kind of abandoned in the middle of the trails through the vineyard. You see, it looks as if it was left in a hurry and none of the supplies have been put away for the day. I'm I'm trying to remember why we were at the vineyard. Sorry. All the wine has stopped being delivered from this from this winery to the all the Vistani. to all the taverns and to the Vistani. Right, and we are trying to solve this mystery. To, yeah. To, yeah. Because to, we want because help from the Vistani. Yeah, there are new allies. Okay. Yeah, the Mardikov family at the Blue Water Inn asked you to do this because right. and because bad things would happen if wine stops flowing and Vistani said the same. Okay. Yorta, I know you don't have a taste for wine anymore, but I'm sure it will return one day. Uh, wine will do fine. I just prefer uh, whiskey or vodka. <laughs> vodka? Yeah. Water? I mean, no, but kind of. Yart, not being able to fulfill your vice for the last half day has left you uh, kind of irritated and on mm -hmm. the brink of frustration. All righty. As you approach the hooded figure, a young man pulls the cloak back and beckons you over to him. As, as the group approaches, you see seven more humanoid uh, men and women and children kind of approach out of the tree line and stand behind the man. I bend the knee. Hello, my good friend. My name is Pierre. <laughs> he says, I bid you welcome. My name is Adrian Martikoff, eldest son of the Martikoff family here at the winery. I, I hate to say it, but you have arrived in grim times. Our winery has come under attack by unnatural blights and evil forest folk. They have taken over the winery and forced me and my family into the tree lines. Worse, our father and patriarch Davian has been taken captive by them and they hold him still even now for the last two days inside the winery. He says, what, what, what do they want with your winery? Why? He says, they are evil, savage folk who preach of an unnatural order saying that civilization has run amok and that the valley must be returned to their natural state. They serve the devil and worship him as a god. They have harassed uh, us and the ravens that reside here. And you can see there's still flock, the flocks of ravens that were following you are now residing in trees above you right now, looking down at you. At least they're not bats. 
you sure that your father still lives? My father is a ornery but strong old man. They, he sent us to flee, me and my family. And he, he turns to the back. He says, this is my family, the Martikovs. Why do you think they would take him captive? They have stopped us from the flow of wine and taken over the winery and the vineyard. They, I know not what they want, but they have smashed their way in and will not let him go. I fear the worst, but I can only hope that you may be able to save him. Maybe they're just keeping him alive to toy with him, you know, entertainment. I hope, I hope. Sorry. He is alive. <laughs> you are great wizards of this land. I bow to you. If you wizards cannot defeat them, how shall us just peasants defeat them? We are but humble farmers who, who toil in the fields, bringing the grapes to wine for the good of the simple folk here in Barovia. And you hear a cry of a baby behind him. You see that there's a younger teenager, um, a woman and her husband, and she's holding a small child and two young boys hide behind her, their father's legs. The, bo the young child is all only but one years old and is crying in the cold with just a simple piece of leather to keep it warm in this cold as the cold winds of night blow along the tree lines she 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 rocks him and dag says it's okay stefania we'll get young yolanda to safety I, i'm sure that we can find a way it we we cannot travel all the way to valakai but hopefully ulrich can give us shelter at the blue water inn he is your brother after all and she says, oh, Dag, she says, but Martin and Vigo, they cannot make the journey. They're but young boys. She, she says, and what of Davian? If, if he is lost, then uh, the winery may all be lost. And then what hope is there? Uh, Ulrich is not here. He left Ulrich at the Blue Water Inn after his wife Danica died. Right, but he intended to bring his children here. They're not here. That's not good. They say it's been two days since the the druids have been besieged, been attacking our our vineyard for a, a week now. They we've sent out people to to look but they snuck back after attacking and, and raiding our farm five days ago. And they returned two days ago with more of these unnatural blights, creatures made of wood and rot. They forced themselves in and we only had a moment's notice before we were able to flee. Davian sent us off into the woods and we've survived here for the night, but I fear that our young ones may not be able to stay much longer. The, the winery is all we have, and without it, the whole valley may fall into despair. How many of these beasts and druids 
do you reckon would be in that that winery? We flee. We, f- we flew <laughs> before they arrived, but there are many of these blights whispering amongst the land. You will be wise if you are to get to the winery to watch your flank before being overrun by their unnatural blight. We beseech you to please save our father Davian. Have they been beseeching your farm for a while now? Have you guys been encroaching on any lands or trees? No, we we ha- we work the same fertile fields. Hey, take it easy, buddy. Take it easy. <laughs> Our winery has lived in this land for hundreds of years. Generation after generation of Mardikovs toiled in this land after it was bequeathed to us by their family, the Kreskovs, who had it even before the fall of Barovia. We we bring about three types of wine here, although the lands have become less and less fertile as we've been attacked and sieged over the year. We've been able to, we no longer are able to produce the richest wines, such as the Champagne de la Stompe. But the Druids have been attacking week after week and before them were unnatural blights from the bogs to the east. We have not been able to recover or even work the fields nor make our deliveries now that the winery has been encroached upon. How long were you able to hold out before you had to uh, abandon the winery? We held out for several days, but they returned in with more numbers of, of unnatural blights two days ago. Mm. We've only just made it out in time and have been able to survive in the trees for the last two days. Seems like the tables have turned. You guys now live in the trees and now they live in your house. These forest folk know no civility. They they are Uh-oh. their mind their minds are lost. They they will hear no plea to diplomacy. Well, even now they torture our elderly father for what evil purpose we don't know. As much as I hate the idea of going into something blind, I I, I dare say we can't leave this this father to. Uh, to the, the evil that might be within and this, this family destitute. What say you men? There's wine in there. I think we need to get the wine before things get too crazy back at the camp. Perhaps a bit of scouting before we uh, knock on the door, shall I say? Maybe you can make yourself useful here. You and this, you and the dark elf. Maybe uh, Pierre and maybe some of you could, uh, I don't know, go talk to some of the druids. It seems well, that. Oh, I don't. I'm not so sure that's a good idea. Uh, I refer to them as savage uh, forest folk. <laughs> I'm gonna 
well, after I'm a. Weren't we they also like worshiping the devil and stuff too? Well, maybe a form of them, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm thinking maybe just do a little con reconnaissance for us. I mean, we can devise a plan of how to maybe just rescue this guy. So you can see that there well, is. In this world, the devil has a very real connotation, doesn't it? Doesn't it mean straw? Doesn't it refer to straw if you're depending on who you hear it from? Yeah, they're not referring to the Night Mother or the okay. Morning Lord. They're referring to the Dread Lord who runs yeah. this land. Okay. I, I kneel down. I say, good wizards, we shall complete your quest for you. The, 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 our winery is known as the Wizard of the Wines, but it is but a marketing term. <laughs> I, I'm sure that's just a lie. You're just a humble wizard. There was a great wizard who made this land fertile hundreds of years ago, but the fertility has been lost week by week as the winery has been encroached and stolen from. But we thank you for your aid. Please save our father, Davian, and fight back this unnatural horror that has besieged our family. Besieged. And they were saying that so the blights have broken in and they've captured Davian and he's here uh, yeah. in the compound somewhere. Okay. So you see several hundred yards across this great winery uh, vineyard. You see a large stately building that in on the other side of the vinery of the other side of the vineyard that you would take to be the winery where they live and work. Uh as a as a sign of uh you know friendship uh if we complete this deed is there anything you might offer us of course of course we we will give you all that we have left yeah. we have but some financial treasure if you are to save our father um for without the winery there's nothing left for us to live for we have no way of of surviving if the winery is lost we'll give uh, you anything we have left oh, oh, okay, not to, uh, not to mention any of our wine barrels uh that, oh, see this is what okay good yes okay thank that, you that, that are left <laughs> we will you know we normally would would deliver them to the various taverns and people of barovia but oh, we uh, can we can see to the delivery to um kresk We'll, we'll handle that one for you. Very well. You know, as a favor. But first, you must save our father and. Oh, of course, the, of course. Push these blights back from the winery. Well, uh, let's go. I, I look to the my companions. I'm still kneeling. <laughs> you, you humble us, good druid. Please do not believe the, the lies of these savage forest folk. They know no good and only worship the devil and evilness. Um, my eyes are glowing purple. <laughs> are you about to get fungi? <laughs> no. uh, and I turn turn along towards the, um, what do we call this? Yeah, yeah. Elena, do you want to go south and then I'll go 
east here? Yeah, so first I'm going to give um, Eyes of Night to y'all. Um, not vastly, you don't need it, but the rest of you have um, dark vision, the range of 300 feet um, and for one hour. All righty. Thank um, you. Is that a yeah, spell or like an ability for you? I can't remember. This is a once per day ability for me. Nice. Oh, Crystal Ball, you got to give me some heads up before you do that. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Everything is so bright. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess you guys are scouting then? So I don't think we can hear you, Corey. So now that you guys all have dark, <laughs> so now you all have dark vision uh, because the sun, the light is fading behind the far valley, and it's beginning to get beyond dusk. Uh, you are able to see and make your way through the trails and the separation in between the grapevines. What is your plan? Uh, I think, so, or are we all scouting, or is it just the two of us? Because if it's the two of us, we should just each go one direction. Yeah, so I was saying, why don't you go south, uh, and then I will go east, and then we can just basically go around the building, and then we'll meet up at the back of it, I guess. Could we have some sort of signal if uh, anything happens while you are... Um, I will put also the, uh, what the hell is that thing called where I, I give the uh, initiative, basically. Oh, the advantage on initiative. Yeah, so advantage initiative to, uh, initiative to um, uh, Vasily and resistance, Vasily. Screw this for her. I don't know. <laughs> her yet. All righty. Um... Do you guys have any way of signaling or anything? Um, well, we should try out some animal noise. See how good. Yeah, can. exactly. That's what I was thinking. Actually, they're druids. What, what, what's a non-animal noise? They, they probably know the difference. Yeah, I don't know what we would do without us all being heard. I guess. Are you I saying like if someone is? on one side of the building and we need help or just in general? Yeah, just while you guys are on the scouting mission and something goes very, very wrong. Like, Oh, I actually, I have these really handy whistles uh, and I pull out a wooden whistle. Uh, just blow it. It'll, everyone will hear it though. Perfect. All right. Okay. Uh, the group approaches the edge of the vineyard, the winery on the far side. As your boots break the boundary of this crumbling vineyard, you hear the rustle of dead vines all around you. Inhuman shapes emerge from the vineyard, their limbs crackling as they trudge forth through the mist and rain. One dozen, two dozen, no, more than you can count. Their shapes form up all across the vineyard. Fighting would be a dastardly option. You can either stay and fight your way through or make a mad dash for the winery. 
Fireball? <laughs> so there's dozens of these creatures yeah, I know, I know, filling I know. hundreds of yards of of the of the winer, uh, vineyard. So are they the druids? So you say there's a chance. You can see that they are inhuman shapes of crackling limbs trudging through the mist. I got I got the impression from your descriptions earlier they look somewhat tree-like or like they're they, like I don't know why I thought that maybe because you said blight and druids combined so I pictured like an evil looking tree shambling around but uh. yep I'll give you guys a picture because you have dark vision you don't see it in too much detail because it's mist and darkness late grayscale but uh, I'll go ahead and jump drop it so you can see All right, so you see the the shadowy outline of these inhuman, unnatural horrors, dozens of them rising out of the vineyard. Their needle-like protrusions shooting from their bodies. They don't see you just yet, so you can, but there's dozens and dozens of them, so you can meta-wise choose a skill challenge or a mass combat. Here's going to dash. All right. Is everyone going to go into the skill challenge? Do you have rules for, did you like mass combat rules? Is yeah. That what you, oh, well, it. actually I'm not using the unearth arcana mass combat. I'm doing, it's going to be a huge battle, which I have simplified with mob rules. Got it. Um, okay. Or we can do the skill challenge. So Pierre, you see has Pierre has starts to dash through the vineyard um, to try the to escape creatures. To yeah. try to escape the sight of these horde. Uh, I'm going to run to the building as well. I am uh, down to like hardly any spell slots. Not good. Okay. Let's run to the building then. All right. The other three of you, you you following after your party? I guess. Yeah. So. So I like how we're like approaching. It's like you two go that way. We'll 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 hang out, and then like just all, <laughs> all these things start appearing in the mist before us. We're like, uh, never mind. We have a forest fire that's pushing us. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So there's no way, like, if we're outside scouting to avoid these things. Yep, you are. That's part of this. So this is a multi-part challenge where you are trying to avoid and get around them without having to get into combat with them so it's going to be a little bit of everything so uh for the first challenge you all see these forms you hear the rustle of dead leaves all around you you flee from them trying to escape their sight and get to the other side of the vineyard Yes. You tear your way through the through the vines, making a beeline for the building at the center of the yard. Above you, you see pairs of ravens squawk and caw as they circle in the air. All around you, dark shapes rising between the vines and fence posts, their needle-covered forms lurching towards you. 
So you can make a check to try to escape their uh, notice at first. So I could suggest stealth <laughs> or perception, or you may choose another thing. A first level spell that makes sense would automatically succeed, and a cantrip that makes sense would be an easy check. I'm going to go with stealth. Oops, I, I accidentally clicked nature. Don't disregard those. Okay. I will go ahead and do a perception check. Why not? I'm going to uh, roll around in the dirt and then use my stealth to blend in with my surroundings as I move slowly through the vineyard. Great. Uh, private Mike. Oh, that was a 12. Okay. Oh, public this time. Okay. Um, I'm hoping I wasn't seen already because we weren't with them. I'm going to look for some kind of like uh, thick batch of like a barrels of grapes or um, you know like a wagon or something like that and or like I don't know some big tree go go for that okay yeah you're gonna try to evade their their sight so go ahead and do that um 12 all right um is that when you want me to roll for that? Is that going to be stealth or something else? It, it sounded like it sounded like, oh, you're trying to um, trying use to your find perception a, to find a route that they yeah. will see. Go ahead, roll perception. Okay. Okay. Seven. Looks like looks like Christo and I didn't do a very good job of uh, finding our. All right. I found barrels. I mean, I found yeah, patches, yeah. but they were only two feet wide. Yeah, huh? yeah. Biarta just kept looking in uh, discarded barrels to see if there was any wine in the bottom. All right, uh, Vasily, you got a nineteen. Looks like you were trying to roll disadvantage. But that'd be a oh, I was rolling with advantage. Oh, because you're wearing the cloak? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, just double check to make sure that you can't be holding a weapon to get that, or if it's always. Double check that for me. Uh, while wearing this cloak, you have advantage on stealth checks. Sounds awesome. All right. So Maybe you should give that to one of our... No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> so as you all race through uh, Vasily and Elena... They find a large row of vines, of uh, grave vines that don't have the huddled masses near them. And they manage to skirt along the side, avoiding their notice. I'm just kind of like moving you all in sections across, but you're all like spreading out and running through haphazardly based on what you're trying to do. Pierre, could we could we say okay, we're all gonna trust so and so to pick a smart way and follow them? No, nope, it's you can yeah, like so 
say Cristobal was using his perception or whatever, right. you could all choose, yeah, that's a good idea. We're all going to roll perception, but it's still pass or fail per each. I can't say I'm going to follow him. No. Yeah, you, you are, but you're still rolling a skill challenge for Bjart. Okay. So like if you failed, you were following him, but you lost sight of him kind of deal. Got it. Uh, instead of everyone doing checks. So Cristobal and Bjart, you try to find a, a way around them, but having never been here before, you, you each go down a different way and you see a large rock and you try to hide behind it. But as you do, you hide behind from one group only to see another half dozen of these shambling creatures form up to your left and they look towards, towards you and rush towards you. Pierre, you roll in the dirt, disguising yourself in a natural barrier of dust and you keep low trying to stay stealthy. But uh, as you're crawling, you pull on you you pull on a vine, and th that's spread all across this these kind of like unnatural vines that spread all across the natural grapevines. And as you do, you see a tug on one of the creatures. It's actually connected to its body, and it turns around and looks towards you. The vines swallow you up. This is all of you that failed, um, Pierre. Cristobal and Bjart, the vines swallow you up, shriveled grapes and yellow leaves forming a dense forest around you as you dash and tear. The needle-covered forms lurch towards you, their needle-covered bodies scraping against, against you, scraping you as you flee and kick to get out of their grasp. Uh, Pierre, Cristobal, and Bjart, you take nine piercing damage. So, um, yeah. All right, you, you've made your way through a good part of the vineyard and you keep trying to rush. Now that the forms are kind of looking at you and you've already tried to investigate a way around, now you're actively trying to avoid their grasp as they're all rushing towards you guys. Uh, so as these needle covered forms leap from the, the vines, jumping towards each of you where you run you must try to evade them um, through skills of dexterity and aptitude i may suggest an acrobats or animal handling or any other thing you would suggest i like to um try and uh distract by making an opening by casting down flame upon one of them that's uh, nearby. And I'm going to use that to try and slip past. Nice. Which spell would you like to use? Sacred Flame. Great. What level is that? It's a cantrip. Okay. So you may roll a um, I'll have uh, your wisdom modifier. I'll just have you roll a wisdom check and your the check will be easier because you're using a cantrip that makes sense. So just roll a straight whiz check for you, Chris Ball. What, okay. are each, what are each of the rest of you doing? Is this for all of us or just those three? 
all, all of you, this is uh, phase two. So everyone choose acrobatics, animal handling, or something else that makes sense to evade their lurching forms. Um, what are, what are the, sorry, what are lurching towards us? The blight things? The, yeah, the blights. Got it. So Cristobal, I'm you- I'm gonna use my- um, So they've seen, they've seen us, they know we're, we're there and all and everything. So the people that are stealthy, like a little further ahead, they've avoided this mass, but it's still actively trying. They're not out of, you're not out of their range yet. I'm going to use my wise nature skills to understand how the thorns are whipping at us. Um, I'm going to see my survival skill to basically um, move through without taking damage. You are going to try to look at their tracks and, uh, using your survival to try to use my wisdom to know how nature works and find a path that I won't get hurt. Okay, that's fine. It'd just be a little harder than straight acrobatics. Um, good. Uh, all right, acrobatics, acrobatics. And that'd be a 17 for you, Cristobal, because it's not an actual save, it's just a whiz check, plus three. All right. I'm just gonna, I'll just try an acrobatics check, why not? Terrible idea, and it ended terribly. <laughs> hey, only only one way to know. I like the icon for Crystal Ball. What we tried to do, but yeah, it. yeah, yeah. That's what he tried. Yeah. Okay. I tried to I tried to backflip in my heavy armor, yeah, or yeah. backhand spring. Okay. Vasily, Elena, and Bjart, you take. Six more piercing damage, three for you, Bjart. Um, as you try to evade them, but there's so many of them, as soon as you slip through one, the whole other row of grapevines toss over on top of you. Turns out they weren't grapevines at all. They were these needle-like creatures. Uh, they're spiky bodies lunging onto your forms. Good thing I didn't try to use athletics to crash through the grapevine. <laughs> yeah. That would have been an option. You guys, yeah. you know, you can use your own creativity. I thought, I thought about it, but then I was like, didn't I just get stabbed by like a bunch of plants? So probably not. <laughs> All right, Pierre, you are able to track which way they're moving through and, and looking at the tracks using your survival skills and, and wisdom of nature. You're able to go in less traveled paths and get further through the vineyard. I, I almost hate to bring this up now, but I just thought about it. Don't we have mounts? Don't we have like... We got off them, I think, to... Where are they? Probably by the Mardikovs. Okay. Our plan was to like be stealthy, so I think we discarded those. Yeah, if you were going to battle, I'd let you do mounted combat if you want, but um, you're not going to be able to get past the pass on horses. Uh, all right. And Cristobal, you are able to use your wisdom to evade them. And you, as one blocks your path, gets engulfed in flames and the flames spread, kind of causing those, the vines around to burn, clearing a path which you dash through. All right. You're now rushing through, you're, you're halfway through 
and you can see that more forms are starting to stand up in front of you. The other half of the vineyard also is filled with these unnatural blights. They're needle-like bodies blocking your path. So you have to manage to avoid them. So uh, at this point, you, you know, you can go left, you can go right, you can try to burst right through the middle, anything to get to the other side of the vineyard closer to the winery. So I may suggest athletics or stealth or animal handling or anything else. Can we pick something we've already picked before? No. No, no you oh, may not. Okay. You run around towards the other side of the vineyard, taking evasive action, trying to throw yourself around piles of barrels and crates as the blights march forward towards you from the vines. A shower of thorns begin to rain down upon you. Uh, Bjarta just bull rushes through everything in an attempt to uh, get through the situation. I try to grab my hands. We both crypto. Not that you can crypto on an ability, but still, that's uh, uh you, you both. So, oh man. So the the animal handling uh has to do with the crows. All, but what was what was your input? Oh, I grabbed the thorns, thinking that I could handle them like animals. <laughs> oh, okay. Uh, yes, stealth. Um. Elena, you did stealth already. You're going to have to choose a different skill. All right. She's not here, but I'll just pick one for her here. Um, we'll do animal handling, I guess. Okay. Don't grab the thorns. Oh, oh she's much she, better. She, she speaks crow. <laughs> All right. So... Vasily and Elena and Pierre hear the crowing, the cawing of the crows. And you look up and you see that you're able, um, everyone except for Pierre is able to interpret that the crows are trying to lead you to another portion on, uh, you know, the middle of the vineyard in between the two swarms, trying to lead you in a safe path through. So Elena and the other, they they managed to follow the crows and they duck through a little bit of a, a grove and burst through onto the other side of the vineyard. Pierre, you you see the crows and you're like, you, you're like, ah, they're trying to tell me to pull on this vine. And as you pull on the vine to clear the path, just two more needle bites just crash into you. They're needle-like protrusions slamming into your body. Yards, you manage several of them stand in front of you and you lower your shoulder and you just burst through crashing through their needle like bodies flying into the air in all directions as you burst through and you're now all on the other side of the vineyard Cristobal Pierre you take 10 points of piercing damage jeez we didn't fight these things. 
All right, you've you've gotten to through the vineyard. You're now in front of the winery. You run for the loading dock, taking evasive action, escaping the shower of thorns and shambling creatures swarming out of the vines behind you. You dash into the loading dock, the roof covering your escape from the main horde. However, as you run along the wooden platforms on either side of the barrel-laden uh, dock with a wagon within, you see a group of blights lurch into your view in your peripheral, their farms darkening the entryway. The hook of a crane trembles with a metallic jingle, and the earth is shaking under the weight of the oncoming horde. Uh, you make a break for the front door of the winery, and the handle rattles in your palm as you struggle to push open whatever the obstruction is barring the other side. Another set of double doors sits next to it. The other members of your party shaking on that. You hear metal chains slamming on the other side, stopping it from opening. The blights are only seconds away, swaying forth towards you. Another volley of needles crashing into the dockway. What do you do? So you are now trying to like break into this winery and you can see it's kind of locked up from your initial doorways that you ran towards. You may do a, you may try to break open the doors in some fashion, uh, or you yeah. may try to acrobatically get in another way. Um, how secure are like the barrels and casks and everything? Uh, they're not like bolt. They're just laying on the ground. Okay. And um, what was the terrain on the way up to the house? Winery, uh, vineyard. So so pretty flat. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I'm I'm not gonna epically roll a bunch of barrels down downhill into a blight horde. Okay. That's not the challenge. The challenge. Yeah, I understand. I understand. I was just trying to think. Is to get think, into think the stuff. winery. The horde swarming in on all sides of you. You got these large wall uh, doors that are stuck shut, shut. Uh, big wooden, you know, hefty doors locked from the inside or, or obstructed from the inside, it would seem. And then you also got like a dangling crane hook and all this stuff. So athletics, acrobatics, or anything um, creative you can suggest. I have a crowbar in my inventory. So can I give that to like, so I will I will allow anyone with a crowbar to roll their athletics check at advantage even though I've already used an athletics check yeah I, you cannot though so Elena you have not done athletics so you could roll it with advantage if you like but I mean, you guys does got it have spells. To be me, or can I give it to someone else? You can give it to someone else. Just I think everyone who's good at athletics has probably used their athletics already, though. Cristobal and Biart have done it. Athletics. Yeah. Oh, the whole time. I think on the door. No, you Where get goes? one skill for the Dream. whole challenge. Dream. Strength. Strength. I mean, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm up for that. Yeah. Yeah. I'll allow. I'll allow that. Okay, who wants to take it? <laughs> I'll I'll take it and use strength. We'll do that. Okay. Um, all right. the, all, what are the rest of you doing to try to get in? 
you all have to succeed because you're all lined up. They're coming from all directions. Is it dim or dark light? It is. Okay, I'm going to grab the edge of this cloak and I'm going to fly 40 feet. Hell yeah. Um, give me a acrobatics check to twirl through an opening in the uh, kind of like second story. Unless you've done acrobatics already. I have. Oh, um, sure. I will. Uh, yeah, you have. So yeah, I, have. I will allow dexterity. Okay. If, if you like. If you want to just roll a dex check. What are the rest of you doing? I'm going to speak with plants with speech of beep. I'm going to try to yell at the plants to all all my friends are opening the door. I'm going to do an intimidation. Nice. Speak with plants is a cantrip? Oh, no, it's oh, uh, you can communicate but not understand plants. Um, you have oh, oh, oh your, racial, your racial feet? Yeah. So, oh. <laughs> why, why don't you tell me uh, what your uh, zero? What your zero. Of words as I count up <laughs> the plants. You fuckers! You <laughs> shall not pass. Um, are there any locks on these doors? Like, can I use my thieves' tools in any way? Yeah. So mm -hmm. uh, I realize it showed that um, I rolled a save for my strength, but it's the same modifier either way. So. Yeah. Um, so while normally you would need to see the lock to use the thieves tools, but um, you run over and you're trying to pull these big double doors apart and you hear rattling of chains and with your slender feminine arm, you are able to, you are able to see a padlock on the inside on these chains and you're in even with the distress of the blights and needles coming down all around you closer and closer, you managed just to slick one hand in and begin to pick the lock in a moment of distress. Go ahead and roll it. All right. Oh, no. <laughs> it was a distressing moment for you. <laughs> Very distressing. All right. Okay, I might have broken open a door. You never know. <clears throat> All right. What is Cristobal doing? I'm going to uh, take a knee and ask my deity helm for some divine protection at this point, at this, at this hour, besieged by all fronts from, from that which we are sworn to protect against and to save this one within, grant us access and safety through this night. All right. You're using your divine intervention, your um, channel uh, divinity. I'm just saying a prayer, just using some <laughs> religion. Roll a religion check. It is I'm going to this is like Pulp Fiction, where the bullets just all go. It could happen. It, it could happen. Oh, oh. critical success! <laughs> Amazing. If only one in twenty prayers actually worked. <laughs> Makes up for the three. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so we're praying hard enough. <laughs> Pierre and Elena, uh, as you fumble to intimidate and pick your lock, as your party is bashing in on this door, on this other door, uh, the needles lay down all through your side, piercing into your skin, and you take eight more piercing damage. I'm almost dead. Yeah. Two HP. Oh my God. All right. But in a moment of distress, Bjart bashes through the door and you see the cape of Vasily flip through um, an open craneway, landing in on the floor on the other side uh, by going through the air. And Cristobal, in the moment of your team's dire need, the, the pathway is open before you, and what divine grace uh, do you get? Explain, uh, go ahead and narrate it for us. Helm has shown the way. Do not ask for another. With haste, make your way so that we might find safety yet. Onward. This, this is when you say, like, uh, something like, uh, Helm has granted strength to our friend Bjarta. He broke the door down. <laughs> it was mostly the crowbar, but yes. <laughs> Helm believes in physics. Yes. <laughs> all right, you guys all make your way in. You all rush in through the open doorway, and you're on the other side. You're now safe for a moment from the damage of the needle blights. However, you will not stay safe for long unless you can barricade yourself in here. I look at, I take a glance around at my party members and I um, look at Pierre and I say, do, do you need assistance, friend? And I hold out my hand and there's like a faint light emanating from it. Like I'm I'm offering to heal him. So you have one more skill check. If Oh my God. So this one, this one's going to be a collective. So you guys need less than, you need two fails or less to barricade this area uh, so as you pound into the cobblestone of the wi winery you can hear the shambling mounds just outside coming closer and closer you can see their shadowy forms fill the moonlight and as you look around i will move us to the next map uh, you see a bunch of barrels and kind of wooden planks and stuff that you can use. So you can use anything you like, any skill you like, and then the more it makes sense, sleight of hand would make sense. Are you investigation? Investigation would make sense. You're not, we're still restricted to not using ones we've used before, correct? Correct. We're, we're okay. on the last part of this. So we're moving us. Have you guys been moving on the map and ours just isn't refreshing? No, we haven't been moving on the map. I'm so sorry. So this was this was what you were all supposed to be seeing the whole time. Uh, there oh. we go. I did not see that everyone was on just standing there. <laughs> That's okay. I have I have That's been easy like to do. moving I've been moving you guys along and narrating as the all these uh you know, shambling needle mounds and stuff move around. <laughs> And um, even though I activated the scene, it it puts you yeah, all. Yeah, you gotta you gotta make sure you pull them to it. Yeah. Yes. 
I was like, oh, as long as I'm on the scene and it's activated. No, that's that's easy, that's easy to do. Yeah. You're like, wow, this is really good narration. If only there was a map that he put together for it. <laughs> um. So sorry. Now I'm going to put you all back on the map that we were starting on. So, um, so you're here, and you were you were you were uh, trying to get through this door here. Do I got a ping thing? Shift and hold click, I think. No, I don't. I don't have the. I still didn't get the ping added. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so like where Vasily is um so you were bashing down on this door here and elena was over here at this double door trying to unlock it um but uh right here Bjart manages to bust this this door down okay and all the party uh Manages to get inside. Cool, cool, cool. How will I drug you through that wall? You're not supposed to know these barrels in there, but um, oh. anyway, so one, two, three, four, five. Okay, that's all you, yeah. I have one person overlapping somewhere. There we go. All right, so you're all inside the winery. Situated in the midst of the vineyard is this winery, a two-story stone building with multiple entrances and thick ivory, ivy covering every wall, the iron fencing along its roof line. A trail ends at the open loading dock on the ground floor, which you just came through. A wooden stable of more recent construction is attached to the east side of the winery next to the loading dock. And west of the winery is a crumbling well and a wooden outhouse to the left there. As you hear the rustle of the dead vines all around you and the inhuman shapes lumbering towards the winery, their limbs cracking and trudging in the mist and rain, you burst your way in to uh, this area. You go through the veranda as you're rushing through to get inside resting on the flagstone veranda are three five foot diameter wooden tubs they're inside stained with grape juice each tub has a short ladder bolted to each side and a catch basin tucked underneath um, at the back of the veranda is a large set of sliding wooden doors that you can now see were chained and padlocked from the inside uh, stone pillars and arches support the upper floor above and you were able to break through this side door right in the middle here and get inside. So you go to, but now that you've busted the door open, it's not able to be like locked from inside. So you're going to have to use investigation or sleight of hand or something else to make use of the supplies inside this winery to barricade yourselves inside and keep these blights out. Um, you, I will describe the room you're in. Uh, so to your left, you see those two doors are still ajar. Bear hooks line the walls of this storage room. Uh, so I'll move Cristobal just for emphasis because I don't have the spot thing. Uh, 
So here, bare hooks line the walls of this storage room. Shelves to the south hold several pairs of stained wooden sandals with oversized soles covered in grape mashing juice. Both doors in this room hang open. The one with the west on the west in the perimeter is fitted with iron brackets leading outside and lying on the floor next to Cristobal is a five foot long wooden beam. And then in this room, you have to barricade this door you busted through is a fermentation vat room. The rich smell of fermenting wine fills this large two story chamber, which is dominated by four enormous wooden casks, each one eight feet wide and 12 feet tall. A wooden staircase in the center of the room climbs up a 10 foot high balcony that clings to the south wall, which has four windows set in it on the second level. Stacked against the wall, you see empty barrels uh, with Wizard of the Wines burned on their sides. The balcony climbs another five feet as it continues along the east and west walls uh, and then ending with doors on the second on the east and west walls of the second story. Underneath these side balconies are several doors. You see one more, two doors to the left, two doors to the right, and one more door that you see has barrels behind it to the north there. Um, beneath the sloping roof stretch thick rafters upon which scores of ravens have quietly gathered, gathered and watch you with great interest. But these lurching blights are now just outside the perimeter, pouring towards the house you have only but a moment to barricade yourselves in. Give me your last. How far away are the blights? Like 25, 30 feet. You have like six to 12 seconds to barricade yourself in here. So everyone choose okay, your, so your last. Yarto would just try to block, hold the door with his body, but he can't do that, I guess. Um, you think so we could grab one of those five-foot barrels there and pull it back toward us because it won't fit through the door, but it might wedge in the door. I, I understand, but what's what skill check are you using to do that? All right, so it's a little skill check. So you can do that. That would be a strength or athletics if you want to do that. Um, so I can't do that. Okay. Right. You're going to have to be more cunning. Um, I, did, I did suggest investigation and sleight of hand. Survival apply to the situation, like knowing. Why don't you and Cristobal try and move these things? I can't. Why? Because I've already used my. You've already used strength. That's yeah. right. I'm gonna look around and see how they move the barrels using investigation to see if there's any skin marks or any chains or any ways they move stuff around. Absolutely. I'll aid him in that, and then I'm going to go grab something to eat real quick. I'll be right back. Okay. Or not aid him. I'm also going to investigate. Yeah, you help. You're doing yeah, something. Yeah, mm -hmm. yep. Can I, can I cast Speak with Animals to try and get the ravens to attack the blights? Give us <laughs> some time or something to distract yeah. them to do whatever birds are able to. What level spell is that? It's a first level spell. All right, you automatically succeed, and the ravens give you some information. All right, good. So, uh, Cristobal, are you going? Do you have? 
let's see, you've done athletics. So I will allow you to do a base strength or you can use sleight of hand if you want to do stuff with the barrels. Didn't realize I'm muted, sorry. Um, I'll go ahead and just try and grunt it and pull that thing back in. Um, Actually, you've, yeah. So go ahead. So what are you going to use? And I want to, um, so I want to throw the, the, the ladder that's laying against it. I want to throw the ladder in through the door and then grab a hold of that top of that barrel and just drag it back in with me. Sure. Give me a slide of hand check. Oh, sorry. I thought I was going to strike. Oh, strength is fine. You haven't done that. Okay. I do athletics. Yeah, you did athletics. So, all right. That is Elena. Situation like knowing what kinds of things are in the room and what to use to barricade the door. That would be investigation. Okay. I will. You said we can use. I don't think you've done perception yet. That might be something you can look. You could use perception um, to help find something. You can use investigation to come up with a plan to barricade or sleight of hand to craftily jam something in there. I'll use my perception to help find something. Great. So yeah, Cristobal comes up with a great plan. Uh, uh, You find the loaded bearing bars in the ladder. Um, This is a staircase, not really a ladder, but you find everything Cristobal needs, and he drags these heavy items over, barricading the west door. And Bjart and Pierre see drag marks along the east side of this room, leading them towards some barrels in the corner, which they then roll over and stack in front of this door here. And you've successfully barricade yourselves in. All right, success. So. And you said the crows gave me information. Yeah, so you talk to the crows and you're like, you're like, you know, how can we keep these things out? And they, and they shout, uh, Watch out! Watch out! They're they're already inside. Evil, evil forest folk. Forest folk, look, look! And you start to to look around, and you see standing in the darkness in the corner of the room on the second floor a humanoid shape. Sweat beads on your foreheads as the efforts mount to a climax. You're close now. The hordes, shadowy figures advancing around. You see them standing. They pound on the heavy wooden doors, the barrels and beams holding strong for the moment. You've managed to keep them at bay, but you must do something about those that summoned them here. If you're to make your escape, there may be too many to fight your way out through.
All right. Um, I will give you guys a How moment. How many do we see in there? How many do you see of what? Like how many of the figures? How many are inside with us? There are no. So the, the cliffhanger on that scene was there's a shadowy humanoid shape above you on the second floor. But uh, there's at the moment, you don't see any blights next to you at the moment. Okay. Um, I'll give you guys a moment or two to do what you like. If you need to take a brief heal or say something. Okay. I only got down to two HP. Out of, uh, two <laughs> yeah, I, I can I can heal you Everything for a little bit anyway. Don't touch me, Fjord. Get away. Okay. I like my arms. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, so if anyone wants to heal themselves or others or say anything, go ahead before I go to the next scene. Does anybody else look particularly messed up? Uh, I'm fine. I'll take some damage. So you're refusing the uh, aid of of um, Yartha? Yep. Does that extend to me or? No. Okay. <laughs> All right. I will go ahead and uh, put a blessing of cure wounds on to um, uh, Kiara. Oh, that's from nice. Uh, eight healing. That's a ten. And then I'm going to. One second here. Um, Okay, that's actually all I'm doing for this moment. Um, so, okay, yeah. What, so there's a thing up there. Gyota, you must tell me more about your god. Who you worship before I let you hear me? Oh, okay. You can ask anytime. I'm afraid you've changed, and I don't know if I can accept your healing. Oh, okay. That's probably, I mean, that makes sense. You've been acting strange lately. I don't really know if I trust you right now. He's like the guy that raised zombies out of the woods. Yarta, you used to be so happy and joyful, but I'm a little scared now. Eh, you know. I'll be better once I get some of this wine. So, do we have a plan? 
does it look like the uh, barricade is, um, I, I put the ladder in there in case we need to like wedge behind something. If that will make it more fortified, I'll do that. If not, then. Yeah, you successfully barricaded. Okay. Um, there's still nice. an open door over here. I can say you closed it, but it was open on the east side. All right, and I think we ought to go to wherever that shadowy figure is. I'd rather at least know what we're dealing with. That's true. I agree. Okay, so I'll give the description again. I nominate Yarta. <laughs> so shadowy figure now too. You go first. Yeah. So uh, being wine drinkers in this fermentation room where you would normally expect the rich smell of fermenting wine. Instead, your nostrils are singed by a burning acidic smell. You can see dark splashes of, of wine kind of poured out, out around some of these barrels. Uh, and as you look at it you and smell it, it smells as if this wine has been tainted in some way. You, I described how there's doors and a second floor balcony and uh, a third floor balcony above it, but the staircase leads up to the second floor, 10 foot tall balcony. As you're looking around and talking to each other, you hear, You sound like my old friend Jenny Green Teeth. <laughs> you have the same laugh. She, you hear in God, what's gobbledygook to the rest of you? Pierre, you hear in Druid speak. What all that have come from the dirt shall return. The balcony creaks. Yeah, go ahead. I say that Dr. Andruidic. Mm. Oh, uh, a follower of the old ways, she, sa she says in common. The balcony creaks, drawing your eyes to a wild looking, this, this figure I'm moving right here, mm -hmm. bottom left drawing your eye to a wild looking figure hunched over the westernmost cask. You see a foul smelling burlap sack empty at her feet, dripping into the vat. The thick syrup of black liquid pouring out the side of the vat. She wears a gown made of animal skins and a headdress with goat horns, and her hair is long and unkempt. So she's a devilish. She says, why have you come here? This, this, this sacral, this liquid is sacrilege against the natural order. The valley shall be returned to its old ways before the plague of humanity swept across it. Uh, <laughs> well, as you can see, not all of us are humans here, except for Cristobal. 
And Bjorta is not human anymore. <laughs> uh, we we came to see why you guys you wanted to basically poison this wine. Um, I'm just curious on why you think the humans cause this blight. Humanity is a blight. This land was pure with the chaos of nature as it always should be. And we shall return the land to its natural way and get rid of this unnatural humanity that has burdened the natural order. She says, the mother of evil was correct. Our power grows stronger and our blood and our twig creatures grow ever more under the power we've seized from this valley. You speak of a goddess. Does this goddess have a name? <laughs> the mother of evil is no goddess. She is the mother of the devil himself. The oldest and wisest practitioner of the dark arts. She has land, lived in this valley for centuries, bidding her time and spreading her evil. <laughs> I, I look at the party and I say, well, what do you guys want to do? Well, not drink the wine. Um, Are they... Is she talking about Shar, the Night Mother? Give me a religion or history check. I will go with let's see. religion. Oh. Twenty-three. Nice. Absolutely. All right. So the twenty-three. You think back to all of the teachings of the night mother, the dawn father, and the night and the ghost stories told around the campfire by the Vistani. You know that the night mother never actually resided with, within the valley, but has always was one of the older deities that the commoners prayed to for safety in the darkness of night. But when she says the mother of evil, you think back to the ghost stories told to you to keep you in check as a young girl. Stories of an elderly witch more powerful than any other. One who would abduct people in the night whose scarecrow monsters would sweep you up if you went out after curfew. Mm -hmm. It is said that in some circles, people believe that this mother of evil birthed the devil himself centuries ago. And though you only speak of her name in hushed whispers to scare children into bed, she is known as Baba Lasaga. She is a 
follower of Mother Night, a acolyte, if you will, of, of darkness and evil. The witch queen. And do her followers, like, do I know if they are using him for any kind of rituals or like if there's any specific types of things that they might be doing for her? Like, do I kind of know any background on that? You know that if there's dark, evil blood magic at work, that she may be intertwined behind a nefarious plot. Hmm. At least that's what the stories say. So it seems that these, it seems that these forest folk have been sent here in some capacity. She says, you disturb the ritual. You do not belong here unless you join in the ritual, of course. Oh, you seek to restore the valley to its natural way to rid this world of the parasites of humanity? Let nature and chaos rule. I say that a juridic. Okay. Uh, but I say, yeah, I say, I'm speaking juridic to her um, about yeah. this. All um, right. Give me a deception check. Here's pretty honest, but <laughs> 16. Okay. Um, yeah, so uh, I ask her, what, what, what does this ritual entail? She says, our, our power was, our power grows. We will recover what we once had, the power given to us by the goddess feigns a millennia ago before the shadow of the devil spread across the valley. We will recover our arcane transformation powers. We will take it from this old man and his family and restore ourselves to the alpha predators, the masters of nature and rot. She says, join us. Join us in taking back this valley and taking everything from this weak common folk here in this winery. But the rest of you must go. You are not welcome. Uh, and, she, and she asked you to join her up on the second floor. Uh, I, I wink at the party as I start heading up closer to her. All right. You can go ahead and make your way up the ladder there. Uh, the staircase in the middle. Uh, so she says, yes, our numbers swell. We need a more forest folk to build our numbers we will build a large we will use the power taken from this winery to build winter splinter destroyer of worlds and we will tear apart humanity and return these pests to the earth and she looks down at you you lot are not welcome. We have no need of your insolent ways, your blasphemy of wine. You must leave or face our wrath. Mm. 
about that, <laughs> we might leave you to your ritual if you were to assure us safe passage out of this vineyard. She says, those that are strong enough to survive will make it out. Nature weeks the call. It is the correct way. Chaos and strength rule all as the proper nature rules all those that are weak and buries them in the ground. <laughs> do, do you, cons you consider yourself a creature of nature? We are followers of the proper order. Rot and riot, death and decay. We are bringers of the night. So you are of nature, though, is yes? Yes, we shall spread the rot, and when we die, our body shall return to the earth. So, but what makes what you this? think that you are in control of nature? Like, you, you are, uh, you seem to be uh, not interposing chaos, but your own will on things. Ah, nature bends to our will, for we have the vampire staff. Blood of Galthias runs through it, and the blights beckon to our will. All you other humans have been born of sacrilege and sin and we shall destroy you and bring back the proper rituals of the forest folk. Okay, so you are just evil and insane. Okay, so, okay, I understand now. Who, Let's who go. No, yeah. no <laughs> insight. Yeah. No insight needed. <laughs> who is this we you keep referring to? I uh, see you. The f oh, but we are many. Would you like to meet my family? As she's talking, I'm going to, as I walk up, I'm going to hide behind a barrel. So we're right now welcome. Go ahead. You can move yourself to the right or to the left. And um, I can't move. Oh. oh, sorry. I didn't realize there was a barrier there. Uh, so I am not that hidden. <laughs> but I do. Okay. Yeah, you, you crouch down behind this barrel here. Yeah. Okay. I'm waiting yeah. for the party to react. <laughs> okay. Uh, she says, very well, if you wish to rapid, if you wish to speed up the decay of your body, I can return you to the earth. Meet my family and we shall make wine of your blood. And she shouts and you hear, and as she says that, Suddenly, you see something skittering across the floor. It looks like tiny creatures made of twigs. They move out from their hiding places under the stairs and behind the casks, and they spread out their bodies covering the floors all around you. These swarms of twig blight creatures fill the floor swarming all around you where, where did with, they come from um they were like hiding in the corners behind the vats and they are like <laughs> like the whole floor you hear the crackling of twigs and stuff and also the whole floor is like filled with all of these twig creatures got it so um for simplicity i have them in swarms 
So they can be in your space. Um, they only take five feet, but they are several creatures in one in in that space. All right, as uh, all of these like dozens of twig blights cover the floor. Welcome to Dyson Dungeons, a fifth edition D&D podcast. You can follow and subscribe to Dyson Dungeons on Twitch, where we stream live every Monday at 5.30 p.m. Pacific. You can also keep up with all our latest developments by like, follow, and subscribing to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages at Dyson Dungeons Gaming. If you would like to reach out to us, you can by sending an email to DiceDungeonsGaming at gmail.com. All right. I got an initiative up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everyone can go ahead and roll. You notice that uh, in this dim light, her eyes give off the same faint dark vision that that your eyes are giving and that her skin looks to be covered in bark. (laughs) I forgot about the, the adjectives for the NPCs. Passionate twig. The bite. passionate twig bite, yeah. <laughs> hey Rob, you still have advantage on your passionate um, uh, stiffless twig. Oh <laughs> very nice. Yes. The noodle like twig. He just he just has no initiative, that's all. Okay. Giving druid. The giving druid. All right. So top of the order. Vasily, did you ro- you rolled with advantage, yeah? Hey, real quick, if we have the option to not or is it kill just the her, one? No, I rolled with advantage. Okay. Uh, if we have the option to not kill her, it would be nice to be able to take her alive because I feel like we still have a lot of questions. Or I have a lot of questions I would like to ask her before she dies. If that's yeah, possible, it, it's the weight of killing people. I know, so it's getting on. It, it's hard. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and contain myself to not slay her, but I really. I, I think there because, might be more up here anyway, though, to talk to. It's probably not just her, like keeping that guy captive. Maybe, but we have, we have. Well, that's true. We we have no idea where he is. It's just. Oh, I would hate sure. to I would hate to kill her and they'd be like, well, sorry, you killed the only chick that knew everything, you know. Yeah, Pierre will just raise her, then we can talk to her after. Yeah, no problem. Oh, perfect. Never mind then. You guys are familiar I'm... with that trick. Yep. <laughs> All about it. Yeah, I, I didn't tell you, but uh, you're you're really close to tier two darkness, Vasily. Oh yeah, by all means, let me have it. Um. And let me know if you intend on casting darkness at some point, because I have some clarifying things for you. All right. Um, so top of the order, uh, go, basically go ahead and roll initiative again. So you can see if you can get better. I already did. I rolled oh, it did. twice. Okay. Six and 16. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, this twig white comes over. This little twiggy. And this it, little twig of mine. Uh, I'm going to put it under you, Vasily, as it swarms into your space. And I got to bring it up here.
All right. So a 16 hits. Hits. So this is not one twig blight. This is five twig blights swarming into your space. And as you are fighting them off one by one, they crawl over your body, tearing at your flesh. Mm. Um. Hmm. I think I'm gonna change this. <laughs> <laughs> Why did you just kill me? <laughs> I'm I'm on the first roll of the initiative, so yeah. This is what the book wants. I'm like, ah. <laughs> All right, let's do this. Oops. Seven. You take seven damage as the twigs scrape and claw up your your body and then uh the other one sw also starts swarming over your body as 10 5 to 10 twig lights uh all start swarming over you i have to set myself on fire the only solution. <laughs> I'm glad you realized it as well. <laughs> but you are able to to fend them off. Your body already covered in these blights. Uh, the other ones are just clambering on top of you. So now it's not so much piercing you as they're starting to weigh you down. You feel you feel your body start to have a hard time moving because they're totally encumbered by these. Uh, Bjart, I'm put you on top, but these. Twigs all start clambering over you. Critical. Ooh. So. Uh, wait, we can burn an inspiration, right? To stop that? Yes. Yes, I'll do that. Oh, geez, thanks. All right. How many do you have left? I have one left. So they crawl up, scraping at your eyes, temporarily blinding you in combat as you swing your symbol and shield back and forth, but they just crawl all over your arms and you take 14 damage as they stab their little twig arms into your eyes. Okay. Oh, sorry, I have to roll it. No, sorry, never mind. Yeah, I was going to say, I think I think that means you re-roll, right? <laughs> yeah. So they get a five. I was like, oh, if they hit, then it's not double. So never mind. You just you take no damage as um Vasily kind of thrashes and he's like, Bjart, cover your eyes. And a twig bite flies through the air and kind of smashes it, lands like tw fighting twigs and like smashes the one right off the edge of your face. So uh you manage to cover your face just in time as it falls to the ground with a five and you're you're not able to get critically hit by it. Thanks. 
the shiftless one <laughs> lumbers over <laughs> to you, Cristobal, filling your space. And it attacks out at you. Oh, uh, yeah. But you are ready and you smash several of them under your boot and they're unable to claw out at you. Vasily, it's your turn. Um, so they're just basically all over us, right? This man, one, two, three, four. That's all. I think I'm missing one. Uh, one is on my square, right? One's on you, yeah. Yeah. Two went to him. One and one went to Chris. And one went to Chris Ball. So yeah, Vasily, there, there's on your square and next to you. What do you do? Well, what I was going to do would probably end up killing me, so I'm not going to do that. So, um, geez, I don't really have like a. So, if I were to cast, uh, not cast, if I was to use, uh, say, like my Slayer's Prey, does it work for the entire group or does it only work for like individual ones? You're, you're counting them like it's a mob, so it's like, I can't hear you. You're, you're mic'd. Uh, you get it for the whole swarm. That okay. one five. Okay, square. that one whole character. Okay, so I guess uh, yeah, I'll do that. I'll I'll uh, bonus action Slayer's Prey. Uh, I guess the Enigmatic uh, Twig Blights. Are they on me? Let's see. Yeah, the one on you. Yeah, whichever one's on me, I don't even okay. care. Okay. Yeah. And fine. then I'm just gonna I'll grab my rapier and I will attempt to attack them. Yeah. So a 23 hits. to hit. Okay. Yeah. For 15 damage. Hell yeah. And then I'll do it again. Oh, that was a critical fail. Okay. Do you, do you want to gain inspiration? <laughs> yep. Okay. Go ahead and roll a d20. Uh, d20. Nine. You, your eardrum gets pier pierced by one of the oh. twig bites as you go to smash down. One of them wet is crawling twiggy. on you, and they just give you a wet willy right in the ear. And a sharp twig punctures your drum, and all of a sudden, your your ear goes deaf until the end of the next turn. And all attacks against you are with advantage. All attacks against me are with advantage. Yep. For being deaf. Yep. You can't hear him coming. Somebody is definitely next turn and next attack. Oh, next attack. Sorry. Next, the next attack. Not Holy all. shit. Okay. Yeah. Against you until the end of your next turn. All right. You staying there? One uh, second. I bonus action slayers prayed. Yeah. Which I don't, I, I don't know if you can mark it or something just to put something on there um did you, did you do two attacks yeah he did oh you're a hunter i keep thinking yeah. your last campaign <laughs> i'm a no i'm a ranger but uh uh, uh so staying there or not no you know what 
these things are these these giant vats are full of wine, right? They are twelve feet tall and eight feet wide, weighing a thousand pounds. Right. I'm not trying to move it. I'm trying to get yep. in it. Um, you don't have the. You might have the climb speed. I'll let you try. Let's see. Well, I'd have the movement. I could move and jump in. Pretty sure they're not actually oh breathing. They are. They are open. Yeah, it's just twelve okay. feet. Twelve feet up in the air. Okay, cool. So you can move, run up the staircase, and dive in, or you can try to climb up. It's up to you. Let me do Aren't this. Filled with some like horrible potion. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that's poisoned wine. Yeah, or something. Here, let me move. I wouldn't do that. So, do you do it? You no, just I'll, I'll on just, the edge of the move. barrel. There's nothing wrong with that. His acrobatics haven't fa- failed him so far. Never. It's annoying as fuck to try and move in here, so I'm just going to stay right there. That's fine. You want to be up on top of the stairs? I was thinking it, but then to like maybe get next to Pierre. Okay. I, can, I got to break the barrier for you. It's fine. Oh, is that? Okay, that's why I could move. There's a barrier there. Yeah. That's fine. You clamber up, um, and <laughs> you're like, Pierre, what are you doing up here? And he's like, shh, I'm hiding. He's a bear now. Yeah. Not yet. On my... yeah, oh, not yet. Okay, not yet. Um, Elena, you're up. Okay. I am going to slash the one next to me with the rapier. Gotcha. Um, no, not in the eyes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. And oh, we're gonna get my sneak attack, and then Wait, um, that hits. Yeah, that hits. Cool. Oh yeah. And then I also so you can use you, my wisdom using... grave. Okay, what does that do? So that one's immediately after you deal your damage. Just click to... it and I'll send it. Wait, I can just click it. Yeah, click on the thing. Red, the red dice. Okay. Basically, it attacks a second creature. And so I'm going to do that damage to the one that Vasily was fighting. Nice. So, yeah, you kill. That's really cool. Yeah. So, in one sneak attack, you pierce through, killing all of the ones off guard <laughs> slashing and piercing and you turn and the whales <laughs> of the twig blight dying falls over and the one that Vasily was fighting takes seven damage as well. Nice. Uh, which, sweet spell. which it looks like it's eight. I don't know if it's intentional for minus one, but Looked like it was necrotic damage eight. Uh, yeah, two d six. I thought should it should be two d six. Yeah, it should be one d six, right? Oh, I was just, I was just, um, yeah. Half. We'll take the eight. I was having her original sneak attack, but it says roll again, so that's fine. So, but Half. her sneak, what's her sneak attack? Three d six. Oh, it is one d six. That'd be one d six, wouldn't it? 
attack. I think you would roll three. I think you would. I think you would roll three d six and take just half the damage in that. Oh no! Case. It's, no, it's, no, it says, it says round no, says, guys. She has a oh, whole yeah. separate thing that she gets to roll and use. Yeah, I does say round up three cool. per day, and it's a two d six one that she clicks to roll. That's yeah, sounds good to me. So yeah, I did it right. So an eight, it is an eight then. Yep, yep it rounded up off of three. So yeah, um, you kill the other one that was attacking that was in Vasily's spot. Nice. nice. Killer. Got him, guys. <laughs> oh, aren't, I'm supposed to be up here, right? Yeah. Uh, I I you said you no. Oh yeah, you did. Sorry, I, I did. Up. I went up there, but like, yeah. Yeah, you kill the one, and I, I grabbed the blight. So, uh, right. You stay there, Elena. You staying where you are. Um, I will. So, Vasily, as you, I'll roll those opportunity attacks when he gets back. I'm here. Okay. I can still hear you. Okay. Uh, you take three opportunity attacks. Uh, maybe moving wasn't the best idea. Uh, I was wondering why you moved. <laughs> I, I wanted to get away from all of those things. Okay. I know. I'm going to disengage and move. You only get hit once. Go okay. ahead, Elena. That's you take 10 piercing damage, Vasily. 25. From five blights all scraping at your ankles. All right. Yeah. Um, Elena, as you rush past, since you did not disengage, you take an opportunity attack from she the did, one. I... She did disengage. Oh, wait, I, I said sorry. I was disengaging. I, yeah. I just didn't hear you. My bad. Okay. All right. Uh, Bjart, you're up. Hmm. Um, between. Vasily and Elena, who looks more injured to my eye. They both look pretty bad. Okay. Well, uh, Vasily looks like he's harder to get to right now. So I'll move over to here. And I will cast um, Protection from Evil on Elena for right now. All right. Disadvantage if aberrations, celestials, elementals, fiends, or undead try to attack her. Yep. Faye is in there as well. Yeah. It's a good guess. Thank you. <laughs> um, okay. Anything else? Um, and I uh, draw my sword. Okay. It's an object interaction, I guess. All right. Um, oh, uh, yeah, because I can't attack or anything. Nope. Yeah, yep. you'd, ha you'd have to drop your amulet. Yeah. And I already used an action to cast a spell, so. So are you dropping your amulet on the floor to draw a sword or no? Why would I have to? It's hanging from my neck. I just had it clasped in my hand that wasn't holding a sword. All right. All right. Uh, this guy's turn. Shiftless twig bite. Runs up. Andir clambering after you, Vasily, as you clamber up the stairs. You see like a rodent parasite horror film. The whole stairs just get filled with all these twigs <laughs> as they fly up 
the stairs towards you. 15 hits. And you take nine more piercing damage, Vasily. Oh, boy. Uh-oh. All right. Um, so the druid, uh, forest folk, is now going to... cast Thorn Whip to try to pull Cristobal closer to her. Wait, isn't it up on a balcony? Yeah. How does that work? It's the, the spell Thorn Whip. It lets you hit somebody from a ranged, and if they fail a check, pull you, pull them towards you. Yeah, yeah, it has a thirty foot range, and she's ten feet up. Oh, where's her? I have to figure out what. Um, I'm trying to do mental math here because I didn't add this. Oh, I can just drag the spell. One second. Horn whip is plus seven, 2d6. I mean, depending on your... Yeah, so she has... I think she uses wisdom. It's plus two modifier. Plus two, plus two, so four. Okay. That sound right? Yeah. Plus four. Yeah. I just, I, it doesn't have that. So I'm just have to add the stats myself. Um, second. Maybe wisdom. Yeah. Do I have cover from this uh, 12 foot barrel thing? Yeah. You get partial cover. All right, I'm just going to roll it. Mike, for the future reference, um, don't we have the spells in one of these tab tables? You need to import it. I haven't, I don't know if I did that for you, this, this campaign for you. Oh, yeah, I have spells. I just don't have that particular one, I guess. You know, I have to. I have a tool for importing creatures. I import everything with them. All right. Sorry for the hold up. No worries. All right. I can display it in Thorn um, Whip and the thing if you want. Don't worry about it. You uh, <laughs> you get you dodge it. 
So she tries to thorn whip down at you and you duck behind as a whoosh, you hear kind of thorns and vines snap and tangle around the crate around you, Cristobal. And you manage to jump out of the way of her attack. Oh, I have her stat block right here. I'm stupid. All right. Um, and then is this a uh, bonus action? I can't read it. Is it let's say the uh, thorn whip. No, Shillelagh, is that a, a action? I think it, bonus action. it is a bonus action. You activate action. Shillelagh, but you can't use it to just activating it. Okay, she does that. So you see her bramble stick in her hand glow with a sickly, you know, green evil light. And she says, I'll strip your flesh from your body, you parasites. And that is her turn. I knew mom was wrong um, when she told me not to eat my vegetables. I, yeah. She will she will kind of move over here so she can get a better shot at those guys. Uh, she's planning for her next turn. All right, Pierre, you are up. So she's still on the railing? Yeah, she's second floor on the corner there. Um, all right, so I say you may, I say this in um, Draconic, you may be wise, you may talk a big game, but you're merely a sapling amongst a bunch of big oaks. Show me your true phone and I shall try to show you mine. Um, and I turn into spore form. Um, poof, <laughs> like I become big and spores surround me. Um, that and I, and my staff grows out of Castellelli, um, and it glows a purple color. Mm. Druid battle. I, I don't understand. battle. I don't understand this snap and guttural lizard speak. Uh, what do you say? Uh, I say, show me, show me your true form. Like, turn into a, an animal if she can. You'll find out. <laughs> That's my turn. I use my action to do spores and I shillelagh. Okay, um, what? What does the spores give you the temp HP or? Yeah, I get 20 temp HP and I have to apply it. Um, and then, uh, yeah, and then other stuff too. Okay, cool. All right. Cristobal, you're up. You staying there, Pierre? Uh, I'll take a hit if I move, right? Um, no. Opportunity attack? I won't? Okay, then I will move towards her. Okay. All right, nice. Cristobal, you're up. All right, I'm channeling divinity and encasing us all into a, a shroud of dim light to protect us in the uh, Twilight Sanctuary. And at the end of my chair, oh, and I'm moving in between these things here. Uh, can't seem to move my dude. Come on. There he goes. Move. Oh, I just, there's a barrier. So I just want to be between those barrels areas. Um, at the end of my turn, I will give myself 10 temporary hit points. What's the range on that thing? 30 feet radius. Okay, good. Yeah. 
We should catch everybody in here. That's it. What's the other twig blade? I see the one that's like by the barrel, but. You didn't use the uh, resistance yet, did you, Vasily? Uh, no. Okay, still got it then. I'll just keep it on you. Which, what does it do? I think it's just like a D4 when you need it. Um, let me just see here. For like a, uh, a saving throw or something, right? Yeah. Okay. One second here. Uh, yeah, saving throw. Oh, Corey, you're muted, I think. So, Vasily, they, uh, they, they clamber up the stairs after you, and she's like, my children, stop them from disrupting the ritual. We must recover our power. And uh, they World War Z pile on top of each other, but there's already so many on top of you, Vasily, that the tw little twig branches can't get to you. And Cristobal, uh, the twigs on top of you bite down on your neck. but uh, you're heavily armored enough that they don't pierce through, but just the weight of them is kind of causing you to be a little encumbered and sluggish as you try to, to move and cast your spells, but your vision is kind of obscured by all these twigs snarling and crackling all over your body. Vasily, you're up. Um, okay, so I'm in the thing. Do I get to choose to take the... Uh... 10 pit points? It's the end of the turn, yeah? It's at the end of the turn. Jay, you're muted if you're talking. Still muted. Still muted. Always muted. Ah. So I'm reading it right now. It says that the sphere moves whenever a creature ends its turn in the sphere. You get the 10 HP or get rid of Charm or Frighten. Yep. So go ahead and do your, your stuff first. Okay. Um, so I'm just going to... So the one I had the Slayer's Prey on um, died. So I'm going to bonus action to move that to whichever one is still on me. I don't know which one. I think you got a couple. <laughs> yeah, there's yeah, one on you. So yeah. Just whatever, which one. It, so whichever one I put it on, I don't know. Uh, so if it's the obsessive one, I'm just going to attack that one with my Slayer's Prey on it. All right, yeah, the shiftless one's on top of you. You Slayer's Prey and then attack it. Go ahead. Yep. Um, the rapier. So a 24 to hit mm -hmm. for nine damage. And then I will attack again, second time. And that one's going to do, so that's a 19 for eight damage. Nice. All right, it's getting down there. You've killed off half, you know, three quarters of the twigs and only a couple of twig creatures are left. And then I'm going to move here. 10 uh, temporary HP. 10 temporary, okay. All right. Thank you. 
There you go. Uh, Lane, uh, as you move, though, you... Wait, was there one next to me? Yeah. There is, yeah. God damn it. Okay, then I won't move. I'll stay right there. I didn't All realize right. there was one there. Yep. Mm -hmm. Fuck it. All right. Uh, Lena, you're up. Um, are we allowed to delay? I, I can't remember the delay thing. because You can hold allowed. an action or hold movement. Hold action or hold movement? Okay. And you have gonna, to tell was, me a trigger. Yeah, I was going to suggest maybe she delay something so I could like boost her up so she could get right next to the druid real quick, but she can probably just makes more sense for her to just climb then if that's the case. Arlena? Yeah, I was going to ask, how could I get within range? I know there's there's like one cluster around Cristobal, right? And then the other two are by Vasily. Yep, there's one on Cristobal and two on the staircase upstairs. There's like a, the druid is literally right right next to you, but like 10 feet above her, right? There's no way she can get 10 feet up in the air onto the second floor banister. And she'd have to climb up the vat or something. Yeah, that's what I mean. She'd have to climb, yeah. Well, um, I have my like bonus um, wills from the grave, and that goes within 30 feet. Yeah, so that'll work. I'll, so you'll, yeah, I'll go for the one mm -hmm. that's um, on Cristobal. So I'm going to move one, two... 10 feet mm -hmm. and then I'm going to <coughs> attack it with my rapier. Okay. 11. 11. So uh, yeah, as you go to, to attack, like it punctures through the side of the vat and the black kind of noxious liquid starts pouring all over your arm. Do anything else? No. Yeah. Disengage and move. So you can disengage and move on okay. up if you want. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna disengage and move another 30 feet. Okay. Let's see. You can get all the way up so, to the stairs. You'll need a mover because she yeah. can get to the base of the stairs, but there you go. Put her up to if she has 10 more feet if you can put her up above. I have 40 feet. I cannot put her in the enemy space. Oh, I see a guy's there. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Did you? You shouldn't end right there. Then you have to just come over here or something, and then go okay. up to it next time. So I'm going to like. Is that far enough? Though? Yeah. Either way, as long as you're not right on it. Okay, I'm gonna stay there and right. disengage. Yep. Yart, you're up. Okay. I am going to move and attack the one on mm -hmm. uh, crystal ball. Yeah, the shiftless twig blights. The shiftless twig blights. Nice. Oh. Are you going to burn an inspiration? No. Okay. Go ahead and roll double damage. That'd do it. So one-handed, yes. Yeah, so the 11 and the 15. Oh. 15. 15. All right. So yeah, you... What does your crit look like as you take out like four of these five blights? I... Just, yeah. I, I get through a bunch of them. <laughs> They're little like twig things, right? I just like, chop them up. Like a weed whacker. Like a weed <laughs> whacker. <laughs> 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 Slicing and dicing. 
uh, you get all the way through and your bonus action or end your turn. I'm actually going to continue moving. Wait, you said I got through them all or? There's one left. There's one left. Okay. I'll keep moving. Uh, so 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. I'll get to about there. Okay. And you can take your temp HP. Yes, please. All right. Go ahead and add 10. Oh, it's Sorry, just that a... was actually for her. I yeah, mean, I was going to say, I, I th yeah, I thought it was. I forgot. So one second here. Back. And yours is only eight. Sorry about that. You bastard. <laughs> Should have took it. All right. <laughs> All right. Crystal ball. This time they do get to your eyes. Uh, they've burdened you so long that the one remaining one, you go turn around and it's like, Ryan. <laughs> well, I'm picturing like the uh, group when he gets into the uh, prison and like right up the nose, you know, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, exactly. He does the he does the right up the nostrils, and you get some severe brain damage, and you take four, fourteen piercing damage oh, right in oh right in the God. nostril. I thought it would be weakened since there was only one left. I took some damage off the top and left it at the bottom. Got it. <laughs> oh, I should have. I would have attacked twice. I don't know what I'm thinking. My bad. Next time, I, I fucked up. That was my bad. Um, I mean, it was what it missed every shot up until now. So yeah, the data was on your side. Yeah, the stats say to go for it. No, all right. Uh, that is his turn, and. Next is this druid. Damn it. It was trying to get you guys. Um, 10. But it's still going to do it. So remember, I'm between those barrels. I just can't move because there's a barrier there. It casts. Thunder wave and alerts the whole rest of the winery. Uh oh. Mistakes were made. Eh. Oh, the thunderous barrier protections? Uh, not for AoE. Um, crash of thunder sweeps out all around her as she says something in druidic about you guys turning to rot. And she smashes her hands together, and a big cube goes all around you. Um, the bear and Cristobal make a con saving throw. Rob, that, by the way, is exactly what this fight is like. I'm still Pierre. <laughs> oh, sorry. Um, Pierre, con save throw. Okay. So, Cristobal, you will take nine thunder damage and are shoved back, toppling over this crate here, over this vat. And Pierre, you only take four 
thunder damage and your spores hold true, gripping you into the ground. And uh, as a boom, you hear the banister just like crack and, and like wood and stuff splatter and hay flies all across the fermentation room as you hear shuffling in the floorboards above you now. Did any swarms in that area take damage also? Yeah. I think it was just the one on Cristobal. Oh. Mm -hmm. would have been affected but mm -hmm. uh so the crit one on cristobal dies so cristobal as you're flung the uh as the thunder blows over you it completely destroys the twig bites on top of you and sends you crashing against the staircase <laughs> All right. Um, next. Uh, she is going to stay right there. I don't think she has any bonus actions. Yeah, that's all she does. Next up is Pierre. So you see this bark-skinned druid just fling your friend across the room yeah, um, but um, you got her pinned i'm gonna use i didn't want to interrupt you but uh on, on her turn i'm gonna use my reaction to do 1d4 she has constitution saving throw 15 for my spores because she started turning within five feet of me yeah so um dc 15 uh 2d4 actually because i've been spore form if it happens a con save yeah all right, so she pa she she passes. Oh, nothing happens. All right, uh, so I'm gonna shillelagh. Her nose is so plugged with dirt and muck that she can't even smell the, the spores right now. Uh, cast a sixteen to hit with shillelagh. Normally, that would hit, and it still does. Your shillelagh's magical force cracking through her bark skin, smashing her in the head. Okay, and then so that hits. Um, I'm also, because on his symbiotic form, I do 1d6 extra damage. So that roll for d6. So four more uh, necrotic damage. Nice. Yeah, she's bloodied by that. You see kind of black blood kind of draining off the bark on her skin. And bonus action, I am going to Misty, no, Misty Step. Uh, it's called um, Hidden Step. It's mm -hmm. just a reaching straight. I'm going to turn invisible mm -hmm. and back away. Yep. Uh, let's see. We'll, she, uh, you right. smack her in the head and she, she grabs her, her staff to turn to smack you. And she, what? Who is that? I'll stay in the corner. I'll stay in the corner. Okay. Crystal Ball. You collect yourself, gathered around your friends, seeing the druid cackling wildly in the banister above you. Twig, twig blights, shambling up the stairs, crawling over Vasily. What do you do? Pierre gets six temp, by the way. Um, I 
will move. So Pierre, you have more than six temp already. I don't. I, don't, I know how to do temporary points. I'm good. All right. Uh, All right. I was like, if you want less, you can. <laughs> so what? What do you do, Crystal? I'm moving first. Um, And then I'm going to, whoops, go back behind that barrel. And I actually, no, from there, I'm going to um, use Sacred Flame on this uh, one of the stairs. Yep. Uh, dex 14 save and seven radiant damage. All right. It takes three radiant from that. I think it All just right. takes zero actually, but. Oh. Um, oh. There. oh, that's the cantrip. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you, you shoot the flame out towards them, but. There's so many spread out around the staircase that you end up kind of singeing the staircase. And um, give me a intelligence check. So this is radiant, not fire, but still give me an intelligence check. So as as you do, you you like drat. My my radiant bolt wasn't quick enough, and you kind of like slip a little, and you look down and you see that that you know there's a bit of like haze in the room from the fermentation, and there's a lot of like potentially flammable alcohol all over the floor of this, and you start to think we should probably be careful about what fire we're we're spreading in this winery we're trying to save. Or we just burn it all down. Uh, that's your turn. The poem. Check the weapons. All right. Uh, this twig blight is going to try to. They're trying to force their way up to their master. Um, so it's going to try to claw its way through Vasily. Sixteen. Unfortunately, Vasily. One of the last things you see. is eight piercing damage of twigs as they clamber over your body. I uh, saw the damage. Right? You're like, ah! <laughs> they're, they're crawling inside. They're crawling up your neck. They're prying your mouth open, crawling inside your mouth. And uh, they're all in your hair. You're pulling your hair. <laughs> it's now your turn, though. Vasily, your turn. If you're talking, Rob, we can't hear you. You're still muted, Rob. It's on your mic, not on your Zoom. No, now it's on your Zoom. All right, uh, American Sign Language, one attack. Hunter's Mark, you love me. 
Next up is Elena. What are you going to do on your turn? Assuming that he's attacking the ones on top of him. I will move within range of the ones. I think the ones closest to me are the ones the on the one. stairs, right? Uh huh. Oh, I thought there were two. There's, there's one. There's one under Vasily and one on the stairs there. Mm -hmm. Can you guys oh. hear me now? Yeah. Yep. Yes. Okay. Fucking retarded. Yeah, let's have him finish his turn then before she goes yeah. ahead. Oh. I don't know. I don't know what's going on with this thing. Anyway, uh, so uh, last turn I attacked the shiftless ones, or did I? Did the ones I attacked die? You, the shiftless ones are almost dead. There's only one left, and it's prying your mouth open. That okay? So those are the ones on me. Yeah. Okay. So again, so they already, so they still have my slayer's prey on them. That's what. Yes. I'm yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, I am going to attack them then. Do it. Uh, Do it. That hits. So, okay, for seven damage. That does it. Oh, perfect. And then the ones directly in front of me, I'm going to attack them. Well, I'm going to bonus action Slayer's Prey them, and then I'm going to attack them again. Sounds good. Nice. That hits. That nice. Oh, nice. All right, you've bloodied them. And there's only a cup left. More temp HP. All right. Perfect. I love that thing. Well, so, yeah. Yeah. All right, Elena, there's a couple blights left on the staircase on the way to Vasily if you want to take them out. Sorry, real quick. I'm going to move five yeah. feet to here. Sure. Go ahead. So I will move within range so mm -hmm. straight here. And I will. Strike at it with my rapier. Oh, not that. 16 to hit. Gotta do it. All right. And 22 damage. So what does that look like as you swipe the last of the blights off the board? I yell out, or damaging my friends. And I slash and slash and break through all of the 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 twigs and they're just flying everywhere as I just keep slashing yeah. through all my life. When she's done, a si when she's done, there's a wreath of twig limbs all around the, the staircase dangling in a festive manner. <laughs> and then I look up at the um, giving druid and I um, use another whales from the grave special action. So I do it. Cast 2d6 necrotic damage. Nice. 10 damage. Nice. She, she's on her last legs. She's You can see blood dripping down from her crown antlers. And she's like, Are you heretics? You, how dare you? This is sacrilege. This is unnatural. And then... I'm going to move up by Vasily. Let's see. Mm -hmm. so I can't move past the barrier. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. There you go. Right. You want to be behind him or in front of him? Uh, behind is fine, and I'm going to disengage. There's nobody, well, near, nobody in your range, so you want to disengage. Oh, yeah, that's true. 
you can dash all the way up to the druid or you can stay there or put yourself anywhere you want. I'm just going to stay there at this stage. All right, Briart, you Wait. see the last of the twig blights off the map. Only the feeble druid left. Yeah, I'm going to um, use all of my movement to get up next to her. Yeah. Five. 10, 15 25 30 you can't end in one of their spaces so no i'm using it. all my movement so 60 feet of movement all right so 5 10 15 25 30 35 40 i can get i think i can get next to her you got to go through pierre though i think you can Yeah, he can go all the way through. All right. It would be, it would be fifty to move through everybody. Okay. Go ahead. Yeah, I thought I thought so. Okay. Cool. Um. It. Yeah. Obviously, uh, that's as far as I can advance myself. Uh. Yep. So you're there. You've dashed. What do you, What do you say to her as you get up in her face? I say. Nothing. Hmm. <laughs> I just glower at her. I was like, I was trying to remember if I had anything else that I could do as a bonus action, but not really. All right. Yep, that's it. Uh, she's up. Okay. So you see her chanting. God, and she starts chanting in Druidic, and Pierre can understand. She's calling upon the, the force of the devil to bury her and her enemies in the, in the ground. And the ground begins to shake and tremble, and the banisters and this whole deck begins to, to crack apart and fall to the ground. Make a deck saving throw, uh, Pierre and Biart. Nice. So uh, Pierre, so what happens is she's she starts chanting and the whole banister starts trembling and the wood starts cracking underneath you. <laughs> Boom! And then the whole banister you see as it was already weakened by her thunder wave the whole and all the supports were blown out. The whole banister creaks and cracks and plummets to the ground to the first floor. And Bjart, you take two damage and fall prone on the ground. Is this uh, bludgeoning damage? Yeah. Okay. So you fall prone to the ground. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and Pierre, you also fall, but you land on your feet and uh, don't get damaged. 
and now they're all down on the first floor again and uh now that you're prone she is going to try to no leave. she didn't she didn't fall prone or anything no he's uh, prone then he, he has right disadvantage then on range yeah attack? uh disadvantage on attacks um and range attacks not uh range attacks against him would be disadvantage um any attack he tries to make his opportunity attack per se would be a disadvantage no attacks on him should be disadvantaged range attacks against him yes melee attacks at advantage range attacks at disadvantage against him um she is going to try to reposition herself then um so do you want to take opportunity attack at disadvantage yes please okay (laughs) Were we on the first floor, though? Yeah, you're, you all crashed down to the first oh, floor. We all fell to the first floor. Mm-hmm. She, she included. Mm-hmm. The whole banister blew up. <laughs> Go ahead. Yep. Oh, one more time. Oh, okay, I, I, I've been rolling from... Yeah, here, we go. here we go. All right. Oh! All right. Go and roll the damage on the 20. Uh, how how six... do you want to do... Uh, is that how do you no, want? I don't think that added my strength. It did add my strength six. Yep. How do you want to do this? Oh, I just as uh, she turns to flee towards the door. I, I, I guess I. Does she have like she's like humanoid, right? She's a human. Yeah. Okay. I I guess I like uh, nick nick ephemeral artery or something as I. <laughs> that's like the most vital area I can hit from the floor. Nice. Yep, she goes and she says, I'll bear you all here. You'll all return. And she says, just you wait. And as she goes to turn, you sweep the leg with the long yep. sword and her whole foot just gets cut from her body. Ah! She holds the stump in her hand as she twirls blood flying all over and she crashes into the ground. Nine- okay. And she is replaced by three more, just like her, coming from the back room. (laughs) I'll give you guys a moment. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Good job, guys. You're out of initiative. Okay. Um, Just a reminder, uh, you you still have that protection from evil, Elena, but only for like another nine and a half minutes. I run up to the staff that she's holding, um, and I cast just racial trait, uh, detect magic. My eyes turn purple, and I see if her what's glowing magical on her. Nice. Uh, yeah. So her staff, fa- the magic fades from it after she dies. Uh, no longer shillelied. And you just see it as uh, it is made of like twisted, gnarled branches of uh, warped kind of dead wood. But it does not look to be like the vampire staff she was alluding to. Okay, nothing else glowing magical on her? Uh, You recognize a druidic uh, arcane focus of uh, small little rat skulls in her hand. Yeah, I I break it with my quarter stuff. I put it on the ground. Smash! 
Right. Does she have anything else on her? Maybe, I don't know, a journal detailing all of her evil plans or <laughs> maybe what her name was. Does she have a name tape or like a patch or... Yeah, a name tattoo. If you know anything about druids, we don't really write that much. Uh, mm. It's all kind of verbal and through song and through interpretive dance. Uh, she's dead, so she can't really do that interpretive dance. You're welcome to look. Well, you could always bring her right back and do it. Have her do an interpretive dance for us. <laughs> yeah. What yeah. if you raise her as a plant zombie? I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't think the soul or intelligence comes back. Sure. Yeah. Give me a minute. <laughs> He's just looking for any excuse to let the party I mean, let him do that. We have a minute. <laughs> All right. I start animating the dead. Uh, so it as takes I get a minute. permission for the party. So as, as, as you gather yourselves, uh, you can hear four swarms of, of ravens that uh, Vasily was talking to a moment prior. And they're shouting out and calling at you. And yeah, aren't the Vasily still coming? And Vasily, you hear them say, They're coming! They're coming! The evil ones are coming! From which, which way? Up! From up? They're flying. Or up the higher story that the ravens can oh. see into. Oh, uh, maybe. Downstairs. Yeah. We need to find this guy that's captive and get out of here. Um... Question, question, Corey. That door um, that Biarta is next to is that on the ground level or on the balcony? Balcony. You'd have okay. to clear the missing balcony to get to it now. Got it. We never opened it, did we? Nope. The door is ajar, but the balcony that's in front of it is missing. Could I fly up in there and then kind of go through it? Yeah. Okay. Everyone figure out what they're doing and I'll be right back. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my way up there to as well. It's um. <sighs> we need we need to find out more about either like we need to find more about this druid sect. Because this ties into I think Mike's camp uh goal, right? With the ladies of the light. Uh, I hope not. I think it does because the stuff that we have in the Trello right now for Ladies of Light is the Wolf Hunters mentioned that the Druids no longer serve the Three Fanes. That's yeah. The Three Fanes are my 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 uh, my my goddesses. Right. Yeah. So wasn't she saying that like? They now serve the devil, and they're gonna bring chaos back and all this stuff. Yeah, I mean, they sound like me, but evil. That's what I'm saying. I think we need to find out more. We we need to question one of them, right, before we kill them. That's that's kind of what I'm getting at. Sure. Unfortunately, we don't you have anything. Them alone. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't. Uh, Jay, I don't know. Does Crystal Ball have uh, speak with the dead or anything? No. Okay. I'm all out of spell slots too. Oh, well, I mean, it could it could have still been something that we do tomorrow or something like that, right? Well, I'm just I trying to get at like I you can know get stuff tomorrow. What's that? 
Like, yeah, I can get stuff tomorrow. Oh, you could, you could grab that. I forgot that you reset your spells. Um, maybe, I don't know, cut her head off and then we'll just take it with us. <laughs> Always a valid option. It is. I mean, that's what else are you going to do with it? Yeah. You know, like, we just need her head. We don't need the rest of her. No, we don't. This is true. Uh, maybe Vasily looks at Elena because I don't have a knife anymore. <laughs> you know. Would you mind? Uh, would you? Would you mind? Biarcha just stands up and lops her head off with his long sword. Oh, <laughs> right. That's uh, that's exactly what I was looking for. <clears throat> at least, at least we could. They questioned her. There's no guarantee that she would actually answer any other questions. Let's, but... let's keep going. Gotta save the guy. Yeah. So. How many? There are two doors going up. Or um, there's stairs. It appears there, there is a door at the top of the stairs of the on the balcony, and then there also appears that there's like a a door that is a jar that leads to a spiral staircase in the corner. So there's like over there's by also, yeah. There's two more doors over here to the the right side of the yes room so you guys have any uh, questions for me that's what i'm saying is like maybe we don't need to investigate yeah. now we, we, uh, we, we we can investigate later when when she dropped did the noises from on the other side of the uh barricade subside no no there's you still see shadowy figures outside okay like through the cracks in the doors um and we hear we hear stuff kind of like coming down the stairs. Oh no, the ravens told us that things were coming from what I assumed to be upstairs. Right? Yeah. We didn't. We haven't heard anything. You hear shuffling of boards up, upstairs. Okay. I think we should try to just go up and barricade the door behind us, so that like ones from below aren't going to come follow us upstairs. But I think if anything. They'd be holding them upstairs, right? Um, well, we already we already barricaded these lower doors, didn't we? That's why they're mm -hmm. not able to get in. Yep. They for sure. Okay. But who knows how long that'll last? Yeah, there's also other doors downstairs that we haven't gone through. Yeah. Yet. Does Cristobal want to heal himself since he's like almost dead? He's out of spells. Out of spells. Uh, perfect. Uh, how about this? I will. Here, no, I can I can help out okay. with that. Yeah, I'll I'll do that. Um, Christo, how many points of twenty five would you like to gain? <laughs> I'll I'll heal you for uh for fifteen. Okay, thanks. Yep. Also, Corey, we took the head of the druid that we killed. Uh, you're muted. Yeah, you got your mic up. Okay, who did that? Uh, uh You're gross. On, yep. my, on my suggestions. So. Yeah, yeah. Vasily, Vasily's a bad influence. Yeah. Um, yeah, she is human, and you are covered in <laughs> Vasiron. Okay. All right. Well, does anyone else? So, which door do you want to go through? Well, we can't go up the other one because didn't the balcony crumble and? We can't go up the one that was by the druid. 
Right. I could fly up there and open it. Um, maybe if we uh, stack okay. some of these barrels that we could climb up it, or I don't know. Can we go up the stairs and just jump well, across? The, the the yeah, we could just jump across. I I figured. You're heroes. Yeah. Is there some right. sort of guidance you can give me, Jay, real quick on something? Just anything? I don't have guidance. Or like uh, some sort of thing you give me on a skill check. Like any... I, I just have resistance for a saving throw. Um, yeah, that would be perfect. She's like, I'll take it. Okay. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Uh, okay, I'm okay. casting cure uh, wounds on myself. I, I don't like it when Mike asks for uh, protection things. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna do the the long rest drug, Corey. Uh oh. Okay. Like right now, like it gives you a long rest, or like you have to. I don't to know. We'll find out. I'm gonna give it a try. I got oh. one sample from the uh, <clears throat> your, your buddies. So you pull out the Shadowfell Sage. It's a pitch of black roots gnarled in your hand, giving off a very rough smell. I just, tip it back and go. Um, well, wait a minute. Like, <laughs> so, uh, no, I want, I want you to read in the description. Like, they were very clear what this does. What are you hoping that it does? Uh, it res re restore a long rest. Mm, that's not what it does. Chewing this plant grants the user a deep sleep for eight hours. <laughs> that's what I was saying. You would just knock yourself unconscious. <laughs> and be out of the I was Wait, just about to ask, is this the time you want to do this or? So would, that would be something that would help you avoid the dreams or whatever. No, yeah, yeah. It would avoid yeah. the nightmares. It would help you get a long rest, but it would just, it'd be like the dream pies. You'd just fall unconscious. All right. As I'm about to pour it down my mouth, someone grabs it from me. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jay's uh, RV now. Crystal Ball grabs it and saves it. <laughs> Don't yeah. do that no, now. No, no. <laughs> I was feeling really tired. I thought this was a pick me up. <laughs> All right, never mind. <laughs> Keep going, guys. Uh, so, yeah, Bjarta is going to try to. Bjarta suggests that everybody move and, and jump through that uh, across the balcony to get to that little. Uh, through that doorway over Wait, there. Wait, so why are we going to that one versus the other door? Because it's get to? open. I, don't know. I thought they both were open. There's an open door on the east side and an open door on the second floor, on the west side. Yeah, so I uh, maybe I'm I'm not picking up which floor you're talking about. Then what about the one right in front of her? Well, that one looks like a big scary door. There's an and open door one, right one... here. There's a a closed door right here, and then there's where Biard is, which is upstairs. And why would she destroy the balcony? I mean, come on. <laughs> all right oh okay hold on so the door <laughs> the door that's in front of elena right now is on the the ground floor or yes. the upper floor ah it's oh, on the ground floor the, the, okay. the only door that's on the top floor is the one BR's. okay yeah got you okay, okay. Uh, that's a good clue. Um, that's that's helpful yes before we do that i think we should barricade the door that's open on the east side here yeah, just because 
there could be something over there. Oops, I'm moving it. Okay. All right, so you guys spend a couple minutes piling barrels up yeah, in front we just of that tip, door. We tip over that uh, wine cask or whatever. Yep. Yeah, you take those barrels. You don't tip over the huge fermentation kegs, but yeah. You, move, you barricade stuff in front. East door is now closed and barricaded, and you make your way to the first floor south or the second floor west door. Which one? Second floor west is my vote. What about this? Yeah. Elena, you might as well open that door in front of you, though, and see what's out there. It's on the first floor. She's on yeah. the Can second I floor. Can I listen first? Like, listen at the door to see if I hear anything? Yeah. Um, you hear nothing on the other side. <laughs> Say open it if there's more monsters, you, yeah. Then, we'll, yeah. then we'll barricade it so then we know. <laughs> Is it locked? Like, is there a lock on the door? No. Or is it just easily able to be opened? Do you jiggle the handle? Check for traps. What are you doing? Uh, yeah, I'm going to check for traps. Okay. Give me a perception check. She didn't play her last campaign. She, she doesn't know all the rules. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you see a uh, dark hole big enough to fit in. <laughs> that was two campaigns you ago. Mu you mu yeah. <laughs> Go ahead first. <laughs> yeah, you you must send a witless NPC head first through it. My favorite one. Seventeen. Okay. <laughs> uh, there seems to be no needles inside of the door, and it looks to be open. Vasily's like, open it. Okay, I creak open the door and just peer through it. See if I see anything. Oh, lion eats Roll you. for initiative, yeah. <laughs> it's an empty room. So <laughs> you open the door. A dirty window in the south wall allows dim light to enter this room. Well, it's nighttime. So you see a dirty window on the south wall, and wine bottles seem to be manufactured here. Tools lying about, wooden uh, brushes for glue, and a rack full of freshly blown glass bottles along the south wall. The hearth is built into the southwest corner and barrels of stand, sand stand next to it for glass making, you know. A staircase descends underground into the basement and between it, oh. racks of bottles stand and on the east side stands a barred door, presumably outside. Yeah, we can't see it because it's... Boom. Oh, there you go. I think the door is just closed still. There you go. So if there's a basement you also could be down in the basement and you see, they, they the raven said the things were coming from up so maybe we do want to go down <laughs> so i'm gonna go back out into the room and um just let everybody know hey there's a there's a basement down here do you think maybe they're they're keeping him captive down there maybe we should check it out Evil from above and Ooh. mysteries from below. Let's if we go up, we fight. If we go down, we, we probably fight. fight. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <coughs> I don't know what. Do, what do you think those ravens are trying to tell you, Vasily? They said that. The uh, the evil ones were coming. I don't. I, 
I'm assuming it's more of whatever little tree people that we are fighting. Let's go down. I agree. Cristobal, Elena, Pierre. All right, who's going first? Yarta will go. Um, I can go down there and like sneak down there and listen. Hey, I think they know we are here. Yeah, it's true. So all six, all five of you are going? Yes. Any uh, hole under the ground is a feat for my home. All right, is this order good? Bjart, Elena, Vasily, Pierre, Cristobal? Or are you doing different? Cristobal, you still have the Twilight Sanctuary up, right? No. No? Okay. Um, I will throw up one dancing light. It is dim uh, dim light. Um, so your spell went down, but we still retain the temp hit points, yeah? I think so. All right. <laughs> I tried to do that without dragging you over the room. <laughs> um, was, it was. I think it was pretty well done, actually. All right. So as you go down this back staircase, thick moss covers the walls of this underground staircase. And at the foot of the steps is a landing with an arched wooden door set into the north wall. What do you do? The uh, Arch or Elena, yeah. Um, I kind of kind of look at the door and look at Elena and go, this is kind of your job. I, I, <laughs> I'm going to... I'll go, I'll go through it first, fine, but yes. I'm going to check it for traps. So okay. Reception? reception. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Definitely not trapped. Okay. Okay, I'll try to see if it's open. It is. All right, I open it. Boom. Ah, is that bottles of wooden pillars? Yes. Wooden, it seems to be a wine cellar. The wine cellar is packed with barrels awaiting shipment, but those days are long gone. Wooden pillars and beams support the 10 foot high ceiling of this ice cold cellar, which is split in two by a five foot thick brick wall. A thin mist covers the floor. And each half of the cellar has eight foot tall wooden partitions that double as wine racks. That's what you're seeing in front of you. Biarta walks. The, east, the eastern one is filled with wine bottles. Okay. Biarta walks towards the one filled with wine bottles and pulls it out, looks for if there's any vintage date on it. Uh, yeah, you don't get that far. Okay, cool. So uh, <laughs> you walk into the room. Mm -hmm. and something moves behind the wine rack you see brambles of thick knot knotted hair and stench of forest folk you glimpse a half dozen humanoid figures one with a full rack of antlers and as you approach you hear a gravelly voice muttering the words of a spell roll initiative fucking kill that one Uh, I, I can add myself. Hey, Jay, do I still roll with advantage? 
It was just for think a while. So. Uh, yeah, because I didn't change it. So yeah. Okay. Oh, sweet. Hey, Vasily, you better beat me on initiative. <laughs> I always love rolling advantage, and it's like, you get a one and a three. And yeah. Like, <laughs> so, Pierre, you can see this guy I'm moving, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, so these ones are the spindly needle-covered blights that you saw outside. Right, not the little twiggy guys. Right. Oh, needle. So what are you doing? Bringing that stupid thing? Sorry, right. didn't realize I wasn't muted. <laughs> yeah. The one time you wanted to be I, muted. I know, right? <laughs> I know. Silly, you are first. Uh, as you hear Yart stammer, and then you start to hear arcane words being shouted towards Yart. Uh, can I, I can't see shit. Okay, 5, 10, 15, 15 20, 25. Oh, the one casting the spell is the forceful needle blight. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know which one. So, so once I come into this room, can I see which one is casting? Uh, you hear a gutturally voice from an antler-covered druid kind of moving behind the wine rack. I can't see past the wine rack. Uh, you see like silhouettes, but it's three quarters cover. Shit. Okay. Um. It's like a John Wick where they're shooting in the library or whatever. Like. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I'll just um, push the wine rack over. I don't. That's a good idea. I can't move anymore, though. Oh, no. Well, I mean, I could, but I'd have to take a dash. Well, have you seen his little arms? Yeah. yeah I'll I'll push, I'm not, very, I'll push I'm not strong. So. Okay, so I will, uh, this guy, man, I wish the, yeah, that guy right there. I'm going to Slayer's Prey him, bonus action, and then I'm going to shoot him twice with my hand crossbow. Do it. I can't believe that, uh, Yarta though would destroy all that wine. Right. Yeah, it it there's more wine. It's a winery. Plus, he's not above, you know, there not all the bottles are gonna break. So a nine to hit? Um no. No? Okay. So yeah, you push past firing and wait, 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 I get to attack one more time. Takes one needle off the side of its head. About a thirteen to hit. Oof. Yes. Oh, good. Uh, four. Hold on, real quick. Because first time, okay, the first time I hit it, so it'll be twelve damage total. Yeah, you you get it square in the throat, shooting the top of its head off, and it's dead. I just had to uh, adjust my fire. Nice. So so. One of those little twiggy things must have gotten your sight, you know, just, uh, right. yeah. Okay. Um, after that, your turn's over, and this one rushes up and 
Is there a concentration thing? Elaborate. A uh, little symbol. Cause I'm oh, yeah, I think now. there is. Is there? Any idea what it is? Nope. Um, so this one comes over around the corner and turns to you. And it raises its hand, it raises its hands, and a bunch of needles shoot out of its hands and lay into you. And he whines, why'd you come down here? Just use like holy shield or something. Like something. Yeah, I put, I put targeted. That works, yeah. Bjart, you take a total after your resistance of eight piercing damage. As oh, I got through my AC, the bastard. As the needles just li line up through hitting all of your armor, you hear a bunch of them plink down, but you feel these long, three-inch long needles stick into your neck as blood trickles down onto your breastplate. And... Temporary blood trickles, trickles down onto my breastplate. There you go. Gotta stay positive, you know. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um. This episode of the podcast is made possible by D and D Beyond. They have a website full of information about Dungeons and Dragons, where you can create, manage, and share characters and campaigns with your friends. There are new D&D books available on the Beyond Marketplace, so check them out. Most importantly, this show is made possible by contributions to the Dyson Dungeons gaming channel from viewers like you. Thank you. Okay. The druid finishes casting his arcane blasts. And a blast of thunder shoots out. Sorry, I'm trying to fucking move this one. Total. Okay, a 15 foot cube originating from you. So that's 15 feet across, and you're in the middle of that? Is that what that means? Yes, I believe so. Yeah, because. Yeah, because if it's 15 radius, that'd be a 30-foot cube. Actually, yeah. I think it's... It's a nine square, and you're in the middle. That's that's how I'm going to rule it. Okay. Because it's a level one spell, so it wouldn't be like a fireball radius. All right. Um, but so, like, isn't it it's in a 15-foot sphere that's counting the radius of it? I think a 15-foot cube counts the... 
No, it's a nine square. Okay, cool. Thank God. Six campaigns and we'll get this. Well, right. no, we won't. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, yeah, so he run, he rushes around the corner and you hear his gravelly voice, voice, a wave of thunder shoots out, shattering 20 something of the wine bottles, blowing into glass all around him. Any orders for them to kill you? And so Vasily and Bjart and this needle blight will all make a con save. Um, all right, Bjart, you pass. Vasily. You gotta make a con save. <laughs> he's like, he knows he's gonna die, so he's like, nah, I'm not gonna do it. Yeah. <laughs> well, just so that you can think about what you've done. <laughs> You're gonna take nine. So you're still alive. Uh, does Rob still have resistance? He's asking from that thing a long time ago. Jay. No, we, we've been shaking heads at each other. No, no, no. Okay. Yeah, that lasts um, one minute. All right. Uh, so, Bjart, you take. This is uh, thunder damage, so you oh, take, I take full damage. Yeah, four. No, you. Oh, you, I saved though. Yeah, you save. So you take four damage, and you're Saved not pushed. Something. And you're not pushed back. Okay. Um, and Vasily is blown ten feet over this way as he gets, he gets pushed. The thunder wave hits him into the wall, and his body tumbles to the side. And that is his, uh, and then he uses shillelagh on his staff. That is his turn. Okay. Next up is this bite. It comes and it is going, it seems. Oh, I, I don't think I got to go. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. It's your turn, Bart. sorry. Yep. I will take a five foot step forward into the room and I will attack twice at the druid. Okay. That will hit. Okay. Uh, 10. Mm -hmm. And I am going to smite it. Nice. With my last spell. So I think it's just a... Test, test, test. Yeah. Yep. Good. Oh, it's working. You guys can hear me? Yep. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Okay. So, Vasily, you took nine damage and were thrown 10 feet. Yeah. 2d8 radiant. Okay. 
So so it's a ten plus eleven radiant. Nice on the first hit. Yeah, he's severely ble bleeding. I'll hit him with my second attack. Gotta do it. For eight. All right. How do you kill him? Uh, I forgot we were trying not to kill these guys, and I just, like, stab it straight through the chest with my longsword and then apologize profusely to Vasily. Lethal or non-lethal? It was lethal. I, I, I apologize. All right. <laughs> well, as you're carrying the head of one of them, you stab it through the heart of the other one. What were we doing? <laughs> Vasily looks over and he goes, well, maybe you could just take, take a head off too of that one. Yeah, we have one. This is enough. One might be more uh, friendly than the other. I don't know. Okay. It's something to think about. So, Vasily. Yes. Did you... Are you ending your turn there, Bjart? Uh, yes. So, did you take the nine damage I gave you from last round? Yes. I uh, still had ten hit points. Okay. So, you get lit up. Um, as you get shoved into range, you look over and a needle blight just launches a bunch of needles at you and you take six more piercing damage. Oh, no. Shit. Okay. Um, six more piercing damage. Real quick, con saves are just... I'm concentrating on the stupid... Uh... I fail. Okay. So the dancing lights drop. Okay. Well, is it more than... It's 10 or higher. 10 or higher, okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that, that goes down. You're still up, though? Oh, yeah, I'm fine. I'm just... I, I just... It, it, now we're in darkness, basically. Yeah. No, because we, we're, we're still... But we all still have... Um, dark vision. So dark your attacks vision, are fine, so. but don't try to search for anything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right. That is that guy's turn. He stays there. And Elena, you're up. You hear a bunch of th a crash of thunder and glass explode everywhere as soon as Bjart walks into the door. What are you doing? Oh, I, I had forgotten these were ranged guys. Ding. Okay. Anyway. Plus, I think you ought to engage with these guys, especially because we have a rogue now. I did. I mean, yeah. I should I should have moved. Toward, moved. I should have taken a five foot step to the right. You're doing fine. Yeah, Lina, what do you do? No, you can't. killed that druid in like one set of attacks. Yeah. Two attacks. Yeah. He smited him. He divine smited him. I smote him. it. He okay. was evil. <laughs> he needs so to be evil. People get I'm smited. I'm going to move through the door. It won't let me move through. Oh, sorry. We clicked it. There you go. Okay. So, one, two, three. Sorry. I'm going to move 15 movement. Over to this one here. So you don't get to the door. Because he's not engaged and you're not hidden. She's not going to get against anyone, so go ahead. Oh. Okay. So you could even just do a range if you want, but go ahead. Just do it. Well, I don't have my range weapon. Yeah, you'd have to run, drop your weapon, pull your bow out. Yes, sorry. It's all, right. it's all my it's fault. Fine. 
Um, so I'm going to attack this one with my rapier. All right, Pierre, you're on deck. 21 to hit. That. And nine damage. Nine damage. All right. Nice. And then I'm going to go back behind the door. Yeah, yeah. You you cut almost all the needles off of. Oh, hey, this what at least this way I soak up all the damage. Hopefully, so that'll be good. All right, Pierre, uh, disengage. Pierre, you're up. All right, Lena, what are you doing? Get in my way! You're blocking the path. Wait, am I actually walking? No, he can, he can get past you. Oh, I can go back here. No, no you're fine. I'm just giving you a hard it's time. Just, it's, yeah, it was, it's just it was beer, a joke. Beer. All right, so I double move. Uh, so that's uh, 5, 15, 20, 25, uh, 30. Mm -hmm. um, I have Shillelagh bonus action, Shillelagh. Mm -hmm. um, and we just... Roll it. Uh, come on. Let me see the thing. Um, so 22 to hit. Shalate. Um, yep. Oh, bonus action. Yep, yep. And then I yep. use action yep. to Shalate. Yeah. Uh, uh, 10 bludgeoning damage. Nice. Uh, you, you, the one she hit, right? Yeah. Yeah. You, you smash the what's left of it into the ground and it explodes into a pile of evergreen needles. Bonus action, I'm going to talk shit to the other one. You piece yeah, of shit. <laughs> free action, yeah. That's my turn. Dru druidic cursing. I thought I thought it was just a new language that nobody had ever heard before called shit. Shit, <laughs> shit, shit. <laughs> um, well, uh, since you just talked a bunch of shit to it, it is going to smack you with its spiky hands. And uh, it's like, it's like, where's my money? Uh, it's starting its turn 10 feet in front of me. Yeah. Uh, reaction to cause harm by okay. scores. Harm. Uh, uh, Constitution 15. Okay. Uh, and one uh, 2D4 if it hits. It fails. Uh, 2D4. Hell yeah. My sport form. Uh, nice. Okay. Good. Uh, so yeah, it 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 it, it coughs. It's like, oh, 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 and you see kind of fungus and mushrooms starting to like grow in its in its throat and in its mouth, and it kind of thrashes around wildly, claws going all over. And it's not gonna get you. So uh, the, the spores start to clog its eyes and it's unable to see where it's attacking and it's going to kind of thrash around and it's Chris Paul's turn. Cristo. Move. Sorry. Oh, okay. there we go. Five, 10, 15, 20. 25, 30, and I will toll the dead on that uh, dude he was just hurting. Okay. That's a 14 wisdom save. Ass. Uh, so its eyes, its ears are filled with fungus and it can't hear the bell.
So um, bonus action or? Um, so it passed, so again, no damage. Um, yeah, right. Uh, bonus action, I will put uh, resistance on Vasily. Okay. Go ahead and drop it in the chat there for Just reference. Make sure, make sure it's a bonus. Uh, no, that's a full action. One second. Right. Um, I'm not sure I have anything here for bonus. I think I'm done. Okay. Um, this one will come around and seeing that Pierre has fungi his friend up <laughs> will <laughs> hit Pierre for seven needle damage as uh, needles just <laughs> ruin your, your nice Vasily cloak <laughs> and pierce it with a bunch of needles and you take seven damage, Pierre. All right. And, my up. Yeah, Vasily, top of the round, you see there's three needle lights all firing down on you from each direction. What do you do? You, you see to your west side, another staircase leading down here. Um, but the western wine rack is, is not filled with anything. But uh, well, so this guy can't fucking mark on that dude has my Slayer's Prey on it, right? No, you got to use your bonus action this turn to move it. You I killed, never. You killed the guy with the with Slayer's Prey. I, on I it. didn't kill him. Who'd you put it on? The druid. No, the druid wasn't there. I put it on this dude, and then I shot him. Yeah, yep that that guy that died. Guy still has, this oh, is a he, new guy in the same position. Mm -hmm. Okay, uh, that's fine. I will then instead. Fucking, I don't know how I turn that on. And with there your with your passive perception, um, which is what by the way. Uh, it is 14. You notice a secret door cracked in the wall immediately to your left. What? <laughs> like where your little icon is? Um, yes, unfortunately. <laughs> okay. All right. That's yeah. Okay. I'll make note of it. And then I'm going to Slayer spray him as a bonus action. I'm going to move up and then hit him with the rapier twice do it so 15 for the first nice for 13 damage i will do it again so a 19 for six for the second one sweet so it's 24 damage uh it was 19 total now to do it Slash them into pieces. Um, so five. I'm going to move up another five feet. Mm -hmm. uh, there's just that guy. Okay. And that's my turn. Uh, you know, actually, so the first one hit for 15. And it did 13 damage. Yes. 
So 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. You can go and kill the second guy with your second hit. Oh, the first one killed that guy? Yeah. Gotcha. Oh, but you know it's not Slayer's Prey, but I'll still let you use that 19 on the second guy if you want. Sure, and it'll just do six damage. Okay. Risky. All right. Ah, fuck. Okay, hold on. So I'd have to move up there. Yeah, that's all your movement. Yeah. All right, BR, one got two guys left. They're both damaged. What do you do? Well, there's a pretty, pretty easy five-foot step that I can do. Then I'll attack the one in front of Vasily. Okay. Fifteen hit for five. Yep. Uh kills it. Okay, and I'll attack the next one. Ooh, poor poor roll. Not gonna do it. Okay, so it does not take eleven damage. <laughs> no, it gets encircled, and um, you as you go to attack, the bristles have filled your shoulder pad so much that you can't swing to the right. I was like, ah, oh, man, I was gonna look so cool there for a second. Oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, nope, not yet. Uh, next, no, next level maybe. Elena, you want to finish him off? What are you um, doing? Actually, yeah, Biarta is. Nah, nah, he's not going to move anymore. All right, Lena, one, one di left. Yeah, I will definitely run up and finish him off. So, let's see. Yeah, I'll just move here. Finish him off with the rapier. Pick All right. How do you want to do this? Um, let's see. I look at the rest of the group and I just nod my head and I say, I got this. And I just turn back. <laughs> I <It> go swing. <laughs> it goes to put its hands up. Their eyes and I start swinging. And yeah, needles fly everywhere. It. Out of yeah. It's just like whacking a thorn bush and needles yeah. are flying everywhere. And nice. All right, you did it. So you look around and you can see that this is definitely the wine cellar. Uh, cold air seeps out of this secret passage here in the middle. Um, but you see no barrels of wine and you see no Mardikoff. Um, Two bottles of wine and just put it in my bag. I was just yeah, no, I, if there's any undamaged wine, Bjarta opens up a bottle and starts. Well, first he checks oh. the vintage to make sure it's like not within like the last few months or whatever that it might have been poisoned. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Then... Uh, yep. There's five bottles of wine left, and they were made last year. Okay, I I will I will open a bottle and partake for. A couple seconds. That's what I do. That's what I'm doing for the next couple actions. I also will grab two bottles of wine and put them in my bag. Okay. Um. By the way, I, I want to point out something. Uh, I really like how Ryan, when after his character died, he like his whole demeanor changed and everything. Like he became like this sad, undead person. It's it's pretty cool. So I want to. 
suggest giving inspiration to Ryan for his role playing um, for for Afri Trondad. So. Aye. Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. Add an inspiration. The art, you sullen bastard. My my yes, yeah. I like how you're super happy, go lucky, and then after you died, you like completely <laughs> change. It's pretty cool. Good role playing. Thank you. And then, uh, do we want to call it here for tonight, or do we want to push uh, on a little? I have a couple more minutes, unless anyone has to go. I'm good. We'll, we'll call right. it soon, but all right. Yeah, let's, let's yeah I just yeah, I am tired. That's all. But we're, I, I can go for a little bit more. That's no problem. All right. Um, so you've cleared this area. There's two staircases, spiral staircases in the corner, and cold air seeping out of a passageway in the middle. Hmm. So you found a secret passage, right? Did you point that out to us, or? I'm not sure he's pointed it out yet, but I haven't. I didn't note. say anything because I, yeah, I made note and then I immediately moved to yeah. attack. Okay. But are we out of initiative now? I think so. Yeah. So I basically I want to look around the room for the dude, and that's what I'm looking for. So sure. Yeah. I you look, look at <laughs> I look at Vasily and say, "Do we need this one's head too, or uh, will one suffice?" It seems uh, it. Better safe than sorry. Okay, but you carry this one. Uh, sure. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think that you should put it in the same bag that you have the other head in because we don't want to dirty two bags. I, I just look at you like, come on, dude. <laughs> if I'm carrying a head, you're carrying a head. <laughs> I have no problem taking a hit. Okay, here you go. I take a head of a druid. And as as Biart throws that to me and I catch it, then I, uh, I move up to Cristobal and I go, there's a door here. You're just like holding the head like in the yeah. crook of your arm. Like, yeah. <laughs> what? No. I don't trying to like <laughs> shake the goo off. I'm like, yeah. sticking how, it in how my hard bag. I hit you. I don't see a door here. Well, don't worry about that. You'll be glad that we've taken this whenever we have to talk to it. I'm just saying. Anyway, there's a door here. We should go through it. But you should go first, because I'm not feeling very well. Hello, oh, Paul. It's all good. Sure. Do you want to investigate this? Hold on, first? hold on. I should go right, first. Right. Well, hold on a second. Before we all go traipsing down that. Hold on a second. Everyone, hold on. <laughs> You're just take the take check the crystal ball. Do do what you were doing. Yeah, let's let's do that. Oh, the rest of the room? Yeah. Yeah. Uh I'm gonna cast cure wounds on myself again. Wait, what yeah. oh, oh, cause you're uh oh, a ranger. That's right. Yeah. Like you can like heal yourself. For a little bit, not a lot, but yep. I'm just trying to keep myself alive at this point. I'm all in favor. I'm gonna check for traps in this secret door. Okay, give me a perception check. Oh, yeah, I have yeah. a bullseye lantern, so I'm gonna light it. 
I know it's dangerous, but it's in the lantern. So. Oh no no! Don't don't light it. Let me uh let me do the globes again. <laughs> I start. I have the tinder well, box. It won't light. It won't light. <laughs> does that does that only cast dim light? Not like the place is is filled with combustible gas. I don't think, but right. Maybe maybe we should. Yeah. Don't, don't spark the lantern. It's fine. And then I, I cast dancing lights again with all four globes. Okay. Oh, I think the lantern really? would have been fine. But yeah, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Pierre, do you really? like? Do you like the lantern? No, he's good. Cast dancing with the lights. No. Okay. I really wish there was like icons that pertain to D and D in this thing. I don't know if that's a thing we can download. So. You, with your tin perception, uh, go forward, Elena, and you can feel that frigid cold air is pouring out of this hallway uh, and that there is just stone walls that close it shut with no traps. So there's no actual door or anything. It's just like... It's too like stone... It's like a stone wall that they like close shut. Okay. Hmm. Seems safe to me. Why don't you lead the way then? It, how do we open? Like, how do we get in there? Uh, like this, and I start walking down. It takes some effort to push open the door, and you're greeted by a blast of cold air, Bjart. A yep. dark tunnel stretches, well, a dim tunnel now, stretches forward for 15 feet, ending in an archway beyond which lies a shallow cave. So go ahead and move your character. I'll follow. Oh. Um, how far am I able to go? I, I, am I like there or am I further? I don't know how far you want me to progress. So, Elena, go ahead and move yourself right behind Bjart. At this point, Bjart, you, the, your skin begins to, to burn from how cold it's getting here. And with the dancing lights following you, emitting light as you go, you get here before you see all of this area is covered in brown mold. And as you get, and as you get close, the movement of your body stirs it. It rattles and spores. Shoot out! Give me a con save. Okay. That's not good. Oh. That's a good roll. Yes, it is. So you only take. Yep. half of 27 yep <laughs> half of 27 uh so elena you have you as you start to walk forward you see the light kind of fill with this brown spores covering the whole hallway and Bjart uh starts to hack and wheeze and starts to turn around batting at you to get to get away oh it's a spore druid i should have warned you that there was a spore <laughs> My bad, guys. Um, I'm going to run out and yell to the group, it's a trap. Let's get out of here. And I'm going to move out of here. Did you see anything else, though? 
he saw you could see that there was what looked like a big uh hollowed out cave uh filled with this frigid mold not a disease is it no i'm joking <laughs> can be I would just, I would, I'm, a, I'm immune to disease that was the only <laughs> that's what I was, I was joking about maybe we should send the spore druid down there was this the only damage you took this whole fight or you healed yourself no I haven't I, I haven't applied the 13 yet oh, okay go ahead and do that I will uh, yeah so you can tell that the frigid Cold is coming from this mold. The funny thing with spores is I'm really not immune to other people's spores, only my own spores. It's a little, it's a, it works kind of weird. Sorry, uh, I won't be able to go in there. I'll probably die if I do. You can't mix spores with other spores unless you've had the spores before. Yeah. Well, what is the best way to clear spores? You're a real poor fire. spore. <laughs> yeah. Does anyone want to try fire? Are they susceptible to uh, anything particular? Jarta says, uh, first I go, I'm going to uh, drink another bottle. <laughs> There's one bottle left. Does anyone have any fire magic? Not I, said the... No. Pierre, the, the spore druid, give me a nature check. Oh, I'm really good at nature, guys. Negative one. <laughs> Nature. These are druid. Definitely not nature. Pierre. Pierre, not. You've been keeping this as a closely guarded secret this whole time, and like that you know nothing about nature. (laughs) He's like, guys, look, I'm sorry, but I don't know a fucking thing about trees. All right. (laughs) So, um, yeah, Pierre. So Pierre volunteers his lantern to you, right? Uh, you never see so amazing, Michael. <laughs> never see. You know what? Uh, Vasily goes, don't worry. I have something to handle this. And he lights that bomb and hucks it in there. Oh. Uh, um, Bjarta's very glad he moved. <laughs> yeah. He, he, so Vasily throws it like around the corner there, just kind of like like sidearms it into the hallway. Do we have time to like react and get out of the way as we see him throwing this bomb? So yeah, Pierre and Cristobal jump to one side, Elena and Biard jump to the other as Vasily hucks the bomb. Before the bomb even detonates, Vasily, the lit fuse flies through the room. As soon as it hits the second square in front of you, you see the most horrific, like, you know, expanding foam? Yeah. (laughs) It's like that, except like a Ghostbusters level <laughs> amount of it. As the lit fuse hits it, you see all of the mold on the side of the walls begin to expand. And when a second later it detonates, the entire hallway fills with with this mold all the way out to you. And Pierre, it expands 10 feet even further out, all the way to the secret door. And both Pierre and Vasily have to make a con save. You're the worst DM ever. You said try fire. How fucking dare you? How dare you? <laughs> I heard it and I just said, you could try. You said, why don't you try fire? How dare you lead me astray? <laughs> I trusted you. 
Is this, this your first night with Corey? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, here we are. I made, I made sure to give the druid a chance first, but <laughs> all right. All right. Oh, oh, a con save. Oh, a con save. I have resistance. Yeah, oh. if you have resistance, use it. I'm Do definitely going to use it. Yeah, he gave it to me again. Nice. Okay. Pierre, um, I, 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 I always forget that's a cantrip. Pierre, I, I moved your character. Did your character move further? Oh, uh, whatever. You can put me in the middle of it. No, that's what I'm saying. It's like, I wanted, like, no one necessarily knew this was going to happen, so, it, but he threw a bomb out. If you want, it said maybe you went five feet further, I'd say that's fine, but. Okay. Should I, should I roll the. Peter off. All right, Vasily, you're the only one that takes it. <laughs> okay. Should I roll the damage for the firebomb, or does it matter? I got it. Okay. Um, <laughs> you take 10. Even uh, rolling a 21 con save? You passed. Oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> uh, That's half yeah. the damage. Okay. Yeah. yeah, dude. Just walking into it did uh, more damage to that than me than exploding it. So, <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah. So you take the 10 cold damage as like your skin starts to freeze as the mold has now filled this entire area and as you kind of cough and wheeze and like look uh you need to move further away because if anyone standing near the opening of this door now is exposed to this mold and um not care what's down that hallway (laughs) it's got to be something good right like no 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 not necessarily that's how they get you. So, so something's good in that's there. That's how they get you. So now that entire hallway has got even more mold and it's pretty much inaccessible now. But uh, Someone, you did you did not see Davian Mardikoff at the end of that cellar. So did anyone have Ray of Frost or Cone of Cold or anything like that? I think I think it's kind of a moot point now. Well, you don't you think that. In there. No, you don't think that it'll have the opposite effect using cold? It, all, basically, all we did was explode the spores even more everywhere, I think. We might have, like, ended production of the spores, but for right now, no, spores, are, spores are everywhere. All right, guys. You ready to leave this room? No, Which staircase we're going to go in this. No, man, this is what... All right. <laughs> do it, Mike. Really do it. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Be my what, what, what type of wild shape can you turn into that allows you to burrow through spores effectively? All right, I'll use my third level spell slot to get in there. Do you want me to do that? Yes, Matt, I do t- want you to get in there. All right. <laughs> Just a minute. I'm typing up a DM horror story. One moment. Yeah. <laughs> Even though repeatedly being told not to go in there, they still did yeah. because they're stupid. What about fire? Yeah, try fire. <laughs> you told me to try fire! <laughs> At the end of the day, this is all the DM's fault, so it's fine. (laughs) You led us here. All right, all right, guys. Let's let's um let's go to another room. Well, is this blocking? Are we separated now? This is blocking. Yes, yes. I okay. Back up. I want to try and like see if I can burn this stuff away. No, that didn't work very well last time. Personally, I don't have flame. I have radiant damage. I want to try that. Okay. I'm going upstairs. <laughs> I'm moving. Yeah, so I'm going to move back to here. I suggest y'all move back. Yeah, I'm moving behind the line. 
Yeah, who needs monsters? I'll just throw fungus at you. I'm gonna hide in these barrels. I, I never never do that. Fungus was explosive. I've only had it around me my whole life. It's bad. I've been saving that bomb. I was like gonna use it on all the twig blights, and then I'm like, this is the moment. Use it. Yeah. But uh, I just out. I think it's funny. That's okay. I'm a sport druid. Well, I don't, uh, I have any of our plans ever worked out when we really no, think about I it? Know. No, they never do. So just on that square that's between. So right it's kind of now. My spores are explosive. So if we ever want to use that. Use the fire damage trick. It's radiant. Oh, yeah. I know. Mike is saying that his stuff is explosive now. Yeah, you um, you clear away one patch closest to the door and allows you to to patch it away to to pass by it. Can we close that stone door there, or does it go the other way? You can close it. Maybe we do that just carefully, like, and then walk past this thing. You don't want to just keep doing that. What if you cast Spirit Guardians? That does radiant damage, right? I have no spells. That, that was a cantrip I could throw, but... Okay, so you that's can cast not, a cantrip not, over and over and over again? Like, <laughs> I don't see the problem here. You can uh, get into this room is what you're telling me. Let's not do that. The problem Remember? is, this I can do from afar. If I get up there, in order to get around that corner, I'm right next to it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's worth it. To oh, yeah, and there was evil druids and monsters currently making their way towards you like, no 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 no, yeah. no there's a there's boblin the <laughs> goblin is in this thing and i want to find him oh question about what is, Bob, what, what is piddlewick doing i was about to yeah oh, you yeah. said boblin the goblin and i was like hold on a minute <laughs> he's probably immune to spores rob you you turn around and start looking in your pack and piddlewick is holding the other bomb and he holds it up to you no no, no I, <laughs> I don't have that other bomb i only have one what happened to the other one we I threw the it. other one or something. Oh, yeah, That's right. It. Yeah, we used to blow it. Yeah, uh, I look at Piddle. Look at he, he hands you a torch. <laughs> uh, no, I don't think that's what we should do. Uh, you should go in there. Can you go in there? Can you go in there and find out what is in there and then let me know? Um, <laughs> give me a insight check. Uh, you don't speak sign language, so unlikely to find out anything from him. Can you write? Perfect. Does anyone have uh, a... Uh... You believe him with your insight. Uh, sure. Uh, so I look at everyone else and I go, he says he can write. Does anyone have any paper? Uh, maybe a quill? I mean, if you have a broken quill or something, they can mend it. Or like you. a piece of charcoal, charcoal, yeah, charcoal, yeah. Or you could just you could just use the all the wine that's on the floor, you know, like just draw, you know. No, 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 no. Perfect, perfect. I have the perfect solution, and I pull out the head, and I'm like, just use the blood, and I stick my finger in it, and then I start to like finger paint. 
Yeah, they, he he kind of kind of like a uh, like an angry face on it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'd imagine Piddlewick is more than happy to uh, mimic your movements on this. Oh one. yeah, yeah. Piddlewick <laughs> Piddlewick climbs onto the ground and he 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 grabs the head and starts shaking all of it onto the ground. And then you see him just sit down and start slapping the, <laughs> no, the blood. <laughs> Vasily kind of grabs his shoulder and he's like, "No, no, 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 no. You you have to draw me a picture." He reaches up and he puts his bloody hand on your face. And he starts drawing on you. No, that's disgusting. By he the draws way, a I'm mustache going, on yeah, you. Th- thank you. That's perfect. No, no actually, that's really this is good. awful. This really... is not going well. And he he takes the, the what's left of it and he puts a little mustache on him. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's awful. Really by the way, really... yeah. There we go. Okay. Uh, right. Okay. I don't think I haven't seen you laugh that that hard in a while. (laughs) I don't think that you're covered in blood. Yeah. I need to wash. We should, we should go. I think we should go to the new staircase set over there. All right. Left or right staircase? Right staircase? Or wait. Yeah. I think that's new too. Oh yeah. They're both new. So were these the same staircases that we saw above, or uh, we didn't yeah, really look? You could you could infer that the only circle staircase on the western side is the same, and that the only circle ramp on the eastern side is the same. Let's go up the western staircase. I think sure. that makes sense. It, I mean, you guys were the only dying thing to is... go on the staircase a minute ago. Yeah. All right. That was that was until the bad guys were coming from above and there was a cool basement. <laughs> what what is in that room? Tell me what it is. It's fine. I'm not going back. <laughs> You'll in never there. know. Let me know. Uh, You'll never know. The worst. Oh, let I me just, just wanted to know. We'll just we'll just beat the campaign and come back. You know, uh, and check it out later. Right. Every item that you wanted. I know. All right. I put Piddlewick back in my bag. Yeah. Just throw Piddlewick into the brown moles. <laughs> He clam- he clamber he as as you drag him away the head's still on the ground and he's like reaching for it like no no the, well I have to take the head with me too though all right you are now all on this floor here uh so you go up you see the broken we balcony soon, by the way I gotta go yeah yeah, yeah I was gonna say I've got to be at work super early tomorrow yeah me too um yeah so. We end as you, you go up this staircase. It is indeed the same. You see the broken balcony. And you go all the way up to the third floor where you hear, heard the scrapes of, of twigs. And as you come out of this spiral staircase, windows in the outer wall allow, allow some of the moonlight to pour in. And you reach the third level of the winery where through a door you can hear the scrape of vine and you can see vines uh sprawling all along the hallway and under a closed door at the end of the hallway you can see moving vines underneath the door Mm -hmm. next time on dungeons and dragons